Welcome to our daily gun show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for about an hour. On Fridays, we look back at the week and take a look at what other people have been doing that was focused on what our Second Amendment protects. We look at what other folks are doing about the Second Amendment throughout the week. We also look at the calendar and uh, I want to take a moment at the beginning of the show today to talk about uh, today, which is National POW MIA Recognition Day. This is a floating day of recognition that falls on the third Friday in September each year. So I'm going to start the show off today uh, with this tweet from the U.S. Army, which is about the uh, missing man table. This is a uh, specific uh, way to honor those who are missing or um, uh, POWs. So I'm going to uh, play this and we'll start it off with that. ever seen the table that set up a specific way as it says there that took about a minute and uh, I just want to start the show off with that uh, we still do have MIA of course and there's occasionally still POW so here we go Did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? Check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff, 
when you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs>
Oh, what am I, on mute the whole time? Damn it, how long was I on mute? Dang it, how long was it on mute, the whole time? Where is this coming from? Dang it, we've been talking for... How long was it on mute, the whole time? All right, this makes me feel like I've never done a live chat before. <laughs> so sometimes when you go to a live chat, it's real, and other times when you go to a live chat, a bunch of bullshit, uh, scripted, fancy uh, uh, production. So was there any audio ever? We're looking for some feedback. So I'll say thanks to the people that are joining us live. Hopefully there was sound when I did the POW thing earlier. I'm gonna blame Nancy Pelosi for this. She's often trying to silence me personally. So am I in here now? Oh, so much stuff got accomplished uh, during the beginning of all this. Uh, that's the frustrating part is just how much stuff got accomplished. So I'm gonna have to remember everything I've said and it wasn't recorded. So a lot of it was pretty brilliant. Um, was any of this recorded? Since the intro. All right, well, I'm drinking some coffee. Now, now I feel discouraged. We're gonna start this whole thing over again. It's like a special treat for people who have been sitting around the whole time like in silence, we're gonna start this whole ass thing over again. I gotta get back in my flow, get my aesthetic back, hold on. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> All right, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna go look over here just to make sure there my things are wiggling, and now I'm gonna add this back in, take it over, and I'm still hopefully wiggling back behind over there. Give me some feedback. So thanks everybody for sticking around. The people that are listening to this live just experienced reality. People that are listening to this in the future are also gonna experience it because I'm not editing this. So we're starting all over again, but there's a big gap at the beginning. Maybe some people will stick around through this. Maybe not. Let me know, did the POW thing come through at the beginning of the show? Today, uh, we're recording this on whatever this is, September something. Uh, it's September 16th, which is the third Thursday in September, and that's the day recognition for those missing in action uh, and POWs. So I started the show off with that. Okay, thanks. Um so now we're digging into the show. And again, apologize to all the people listening to us live. Let's get into it. This is the Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern. And our goal is to uh, chat about guns every night. Uh, we have uh, uh, some goals for the show, some things we're trying to accomplish. So each night we have a different topic on Mondays. It's motivation for Second Amendment activists. So we try to interview activists as often as possible we bring those activists together as regularly as possible and we address things like motivation and skills and tactics how to be an activist and how to maintain uh, the motivation to be an activist through the both thick and thin of uh, the challenges we have as gun owners and people that are interested in 
maintaining rights of gun owners. Uh, on Tuesdays, we talk about 2A, what do you know? And we focus on a state each, each week, uh, Second Amendment organization and uh, activist, as well as uh, any other things that we can come up with specifically about the Second Amendment and, sec and Second Amendment issues on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, we uh, talk about uh, guns in pop culture, in our uh, history, in like of media, in books and movies, and we play our tactical quiz. It's a gun game show that we play each week. Uh, we come up with those and leave them behind so that we're effectively creating a bookshelf on the internet of games that people can play that are created, not just copy and pasted, but created each week and uh, put there so that people that are having live conversations are trying to um, do some different types of directions with the internet have some resources. Uh, then we do uh, Thursday, we, we kind of divide it up between travel and training, two things that I've found uh, exemplify the industry and the community the best or show off our industry and our community, at least the way I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed going on tours and I've enjoyed going to different classes and I've definitely enjoyed uh, driving around looking at gun shops and gun shows and museums and that kind of stuff. So that's the kind of stuff we talk about as well as the different events. We kind of throw in the calendar events into uh, Thursdays as well. Like I say, we're trying to accomplish some stuff, so that's how we're able to uh, get that much stuff into a week. Now on Fridays, we look back at the other people, everybody else out there who's been doing stuff, focused on what our Second Amendment protects. So I think you might've seen what I was doing, but I was attempting to show off the description of this video, has about 5,000 characters in YouTube. That means I can scribble about this much stuff into there before it won't accept anymore. So we take this information, this isn't enough space for it. So we take the complete information and we put it over on a place called Substack, which is effectively a blog. And you can put the stuff there. And that's what we'll be looking at tonight. Usually I like these other platforms. One, because they give us more than 5,000 characters so that I can actually put all the information out there. But also I can format it a little bit. So it's a little easier to see what's going on than this boring YouTube version. Uh, we also uh, post it on our blog, which is Patreon. We post it on our newsletter, which went out earlier this evening to about 400 something people. And that's part of our goal is to take this, this, this list of stuff that happened this week and spread it out on our channel that has 169,000 subscribers, on our sub stack, on our other platforms. Uh, wherever we can, we put the entire description of this video, which is everybody's links out out you know out to the different places out there. And that's what I was sort of describing when my audio wasn't working. So we send stuff out to guntube.org, which is an awesome video hosting platform made by Mike, a, a gun guy for the gun community. It's been around for years now. Uh, it's an awesome place to post gun-related video uh, content. We've got Gun Streamer. It's been around almost as long, kind of changed hands along the way, but also focused on uh, guns. And uh, you can see I've gotten some comments over there on that one. And then I was also mentioning UGE Tube, which is out of Utah, Utah Gun Exchange. And then I think it's changing to Universal Gun Exchange. And they've got a video hosting portion. Now, it's I'm having a lot of success with people checking out videos and getting some feedback. You can see I've got some comments over there. However, this is more of a First Amendment platform. So you're going to find a lot of politics and just other stuff over here. They're fine with guns. It's just not just guns. 
So these are some of the places we distribute the video, but not just to get the word out there, really to spread the description of this video. So why do we do that? Because it's all about spreading the word, using the mechanisms, the tools of the internet to help reach the important stuff, right? And that's where I was saying thanks to our Patreons. There's a scroll at the bottom of the screen here. Those are the people that subscribe to what we do. And then I probably was going in over here and clicking on all these screens and saying, these folks are the people that literally subscribe to what we do. They, they give us a cup of coffee each month. Some of them buy us lunch, the equivalent of buying us lunch each month. Each month, uh, these level here are buying us a box of ammo, or you know, twenty-five bucks or something, twenty, you know, about the price of a box of ammo, and we appreciate that. And I was kind of mentioning that you might see that these uh, things I've had up since March. It's because the same people are here. I mean, I think we've lost three Patreon since March, and I appreciate that more than you can imagine. And I'm guessing those people didn't leave because they hate what we're doing. I was saying that they. More than likely, it's a financial thing, but uh, you know it's it's much appreciated. It allows us to do what we do and do it without trying to sell you anything or attempt to do things in a way that would be popular or catch the trending blah 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 on the logarithms. You know, so we can just do instead of having to uh, dance. So with all that said, thanks everybody for showing up live. We do this at midnight each night so that we can own the time slot. Not that many people want to stay up to midnight Eastern. So that means that as the host, I can ideally run this thing all night. And that's our goal. So if we get to about 300 Patreons, I figure that's probably where I'll be able to flip it into all night mode. And instead of just talking about the 2A hardcore, we'll do that for the portion of the night. And then my other long-term goal if we go all night would be to have uh the end of the show or the morning portion of the show uh be focused on setting people up at gun shops so that they'd have something to listen to in the morning that would get them all up to date on the news of the day in the gun industry the whole industry not just 2a but like all the stuff that's going on so that the gun shops could be as informed as possible and obviously I'd stick in stuff like the DC project updates and girls and gun and stuff like that. But uh, that being said, thanks to everybody who shows up and listens to us in the middle of the night. It is a live show. I could, you know, record this sometime when it's easier and uh, produce it, right? Get it all fancy and not have any errors. Not that I've never had any errors in the show ever, but uh, instead I go live because I like going live. I like using the internet for what it is, the interactive tool and uh, the people that feel like sticking around and being awake this late at night are cool. So thanks everybody for showing up. G23 was the first one to say, hey, uh, let's see, then Patriots out there, Krabby Turtle, superhero of 2A today. Thanks for being out there. Oh, snap, Ron Wayne just threw five, six bucks at me. Thank you very much, I do appreciate that. I hope this audio, I'm freaking out. That audio is from before, hopefully the audio is back. There's a whole bunch of this. Somebody was yelling because I didn't have any audio and I wasn't watching the screen, obviously. All right, so then thanks everybody for giving me the feedback there. And then thanks Ron Wayne for throwing me $5.56. That reminds me, in fact, I even made up a spreadsheet earlier this week to say, hopefully this doesn't pop up. Well, it doesn't matter if this one pops up, I guess. No, let's make sure, hold on. I'm just gonna, I don't know what's gonna about to pop up on my screen here when I open up this spreadsheet. I don't know all my passwords or something showing up. Um, 
on my embarrassing bank statements. So uh, as soon as I can get this thing to pop up, I can open up a little thing I made. Is it gonna open? A uh, thing I made to list all the super chats because on this show, one of the ways we say thanks to the people that throw money at us, especially in the form of super chats, which Ron Wayne just did, is to um, do a random thank you. And I got a thing today that's kind of neat, hopefully, uh, for that. And we'll usually uh, do something for the people that might have purchased stuff at the uh, gear website store this week as well. So I should should mention, I think I mentioned, well, I guess I didn't at the beginning of the show that uh, I don't even know if the commercial came through with audio, but um, today is Free Patch Friday. I usually don't talk about it, but uh, I probably should more often. Uh, we do have a store where we uh, have stuff that we've created or stuff that we've uh, had made. And uh, most of the stuff is either shipped by us here in Tucson or uh, we have a beacon house. It's called a beacon house, yeah, where... Um, they hire, or they, yeah, they hire differently abled uh, folks to uh, fulfill orders and to do assembly work and to uh, do warehousing and stuff and do sorting and stuff. They do all kinds of task work. Uh, and uh, so they, anything you get from every second matters comes from there. Um, so we uh, appreciate the orders from the store. So what I'll do is, uh, I don't have an intern here doing stuff for me, is, and I didn't prepare, is I will, uh, uh, open up the thing over there and say thanks to the people who had purchased something from the store. I guess I could have just done it while I was talking about doing it. And that's open over there. So now I can bring Sharon back in here, uh, our co-host or our, what are they called? Uh, I mean, where she, I guess she's a co-host. Our screen Sharon will come back here. And... Here's a coffee and hot dog. Well, I don't want no hot dogs, but uh, yeah, I'll definitely have some coffee. Appreciate that. Oh, it looks like we did get an order from the store. And if this is correct, then I know who it is. So, because I'm paying attention this time. So appreciate the reorder. I don't know which order, but I see that it was 25 bucks. So thanks for that. So um, we have with Ron's super chat, 11 super chats. So we'll be doing a random super chat. Thank you here in a bit. All right, that being said, we have a poll going for the people that show up live. Again, trying to use as many of the interactivenesses of the internets that we got. And uh, we have the, I like to start off the show each week with the same poll. How was this week for 2A? Because a lot of people are barely able to stay awake for the beginning of the show. So those are usually the most 2A-ist of people. Um, what's your answer? Is it a great week for 2A? Is it a good week for 2A? an okay week for 2A or just a bad week for 2A. Hmm. At least I got to the mute that time. Uh, so right now, great week for 2A is leading with half of the all, all of the votes. Then good week is at 36%, which means probably a vote or two for okay and bad. They're both at 7%. We'll keep digging into that but like i mentioned i think while the audio was on now i'm all freaked out what i said when the audio was on or not but uh the the description of the video here on youtube is what effectively what we're going to be scrolling down through but since it's all boring and lame over here we're going to go through the uh what's it called Substack. 
So if you're interested, Substack is sort of like a blog place, like blog spot or whatever it was called used to be. It's kind of boring and kind of simple, but because it's kind of boring and simple, um, the people that use it are kind of straightforward. They're not farting around like Instagram, trying to impress each other all the time. There's no little dances being made. There's none of the weird stuff that you waste everybody's time on YouTube. So it's a little bit more direct than a newspaper. You find people that you like to subscribe to. I guess I could just show you. You could you find people. I, mean, I don't really know how to navigate it that good. I think you click on this. I'll show you. I think this is my main page. Like if I just showed up, usually I just write stuff and walk away. But if I walked in to read stuff, I think this is what, what I would see. And then, no, this is just all my stuff. So I would come into my inbox and now I'm seeing, I, I follow, I think this is a girl channel, casual tactical, and it's like a concealed carry, I think, teaching novices. Uh, I think they're trying to recommend some of this stuff to me, but then open source defense. Uh, I forgot to put it in here because this has been a big week, but this one I did read. This was an interesting one. The tyranny of small decisions, as you can imagine from the title, uh, I really like this open source defense and this is how you this is the content they create this these blog posts essentially every once in a while they'll link to something but they're pretty much just writing a small blog post each week and it's a little more interesting than having to go to somebody's blog post and read it because it's all pulled in here anyhow so i'm not saying i spent all my time over here but that's where we're at today uh going back why don't you just go back there all right, so I posted this earlier today, seven hours ago to be in. So if you wanted to subscribe to this, it's free. And I think it's like anything, you can just have it alert itself. So you have to go there and be alerted or have it sent to your uh, email. Um, so I guess you get some kind of email. I'm not sure. I think Patriot's the one that does the most interaction over there. So you can let us know, does he get an email or does he just go to the site and check out what's new over there. And then if you want to answer, if you're interested in telling us, uh, do you subscribe to other people over on the Substack? Anyway, so if you're interested in joining the Substack, I don't get nothing out of it, but if you're interested in checking out a new platform, sub to us while you're subbing to people over there. Let's dig in. So we're starting off with another week, looking back at what happened. I'm going to have to preface it with, you know, as my question states there, was it a good week for 2A? There's lots of stuff to say it's a great week for 2A. There seriously is. But there's also the nagging dagger in our back, the ice pick that's just rusting in our guts right now, which is the stupid assault weapons ban. And nobody is doing a consistent rally throughout the assault weapons ban. I don't mean rally, like walk around together, but I mean, you know, some kind of effort to get people banded together and some kind of call to action on about the stupid assault weapons ban. It's an opportunity laying there. It is it is being used against us the more we ignore it. And I just find it difficult to say that we're winning when we're not taking advantage of that opportunity. You know, it's sad that people hate the NRA so much. And I mean, I don't even know if the NRA is anybody think the NRA would have picked up that thing and ran with it. But you know, they're the only ones that could have, I think, because uh, Anyway, so that part of it is bugging me. So I started off the week thinking, you know, are we going to see a week where something happens? I suspect we're going to have to wait to react, but I'm not going to make a poll about it, but feel free to leave some comments in there. Uh, if you're watching live or if you're listening in the future, wherever it is you're listening, feel free to comment. Do you think that we're going to uh, 
see some kind of a united push as people get pissed about all the little shelves or are we just gonna wait and react and react and react uh, there's probably some examples of both you know so curious to see if people want to answer that one but let's take a look at what made it a great week of course the dc project 55 ladies are in dc right now as we speak changing the minds of representatives waking them up to gun owners who gun owners really are and the current positions that gun owners have evolved into they're being said eloquently by ladies who in their presence are speaking louder than any chance at any rally could ever do and uh they're just freaking getting it done they're doing it at a time when those assault weapons bans are sitting there are those assault weapons bans being pushed right now are the assault weapons bans in the news you know what i'm saying like they're effective and i hope that they get as much support as possible uh, you may have heard me champion the dc project before so you know them getting there accomplishing another seventh eighth year uh in dc you know that definitely goes to that great week column right did this thing just say two new orders what the hell that's pretty neat i've never had this thing open i guess it just went two new orders so if anybody just ordered over there thank you very much appreciate that Oh, this is uh, G23 grabbing something using his uh, deal right on. So I think I got stuff to send you. So that works out perfect. Um, sorry, I'm distracted because my uh, screen over to my left peripheral here blinked and it's never blinked like that before. Uh, let's see. So next is uh, the news. You know, uh, I put it in quotes like this because what the hell? Uh, we're constantly playing the stupid tetherball game and then people get frustrated because we get used and manipulated and then we go back to watching the tetherball game. You got to stop the tetherball game by stopping the fucking tetherball game. Quit watching this bullshit back and forth stuff. And when they're making stuff up in order to do the back and forth stuff, come on, right? I talk about the cycles and stuff. The cycles are created by people getting worn out by the forth when it's not necessary, when, it's not, when we're not being attacked, we should be strengthening our resolve to push, right? You don't need to wiggle us back and forth all the time. We don't need to tune in tomorrow. We don't need to make shit up and make it a four-part series. We could be making history. Let's start pushing. Let's start doing stuff. Let's start accomplishing things. Number one, saw weapons ban on the table. Make them regret ever bringing that up. All right, calls to action. That's another part of it. Like, Instead of just saying stuff, let's get some calls to action out there. Are these national level leaders, national level organizations? I'm not just bitching about the organizations. I'm not saying they don't do good stuff. They're doing fine. I ain't doing any better than them. But uh, they have massive voice, right? They got reach and they've got potential, right? We don't have to settle for whatever they're going to give us. We can ask for more. What if the NRA was so bad because they gave us shit and we didn't like it, but the other ones are so good just because they're not the NRA? Shouldn't they have to meet a level of excellence, period? You know, so calls to action. Why aren't we seeing those? More than just call your representative. Let's see some shit being done already. So again, I'm trying to look at why it's a great week, but those kind of things nag me. When we're not being attacked, we got the opportunity to work together. 
So events, let's look at the events that happened. There was a gun rights rally in Pennsylvania. How many people watched that? How many people attended that? How many people ignored that? How many people that did see it are going to poop on it and say, oh, there wasn't enough people. It wasn't done right. I don't like the way the optics were, right? So how many people appreciate that that many people got together and showed up in spite of all that shit? So awesome, and we'll talk about that. Then you get... Uh, Compost versus Bonita. So I'm, I'm happy to at least see that they put the other person in front of the judge or whoever. So uh, we're going to talk about that one. But uh, I guess the summary there is it was a victory for California in an attempt to eventually get to where we're creating a scoreboard here. You know, this is sort of working towards that with this first section of the show today, kind of summarizing what happened this week. We got a uh, weird... Uh, bill happening in the Senate or in the Congress. No, it is in the Senate to um, mess with gun shops that are going out of business. And then Dick Heller, who had filed something back in June, uh, won whatever challenge to Washington, D.C. about the number of rounds in a magazine. So we had some definite victories this week. We had some interesting stuff. We had a couple of, I don't know if they're kicks in the nuts. They're like pushing us around or whatever, little little nudges. Uh, but then again, how do we accomplish action rather than reaction, right? When do we get out of some rut or some sort of mechanism, I call it, where we just react to everything and that allows your adversary to push your buttons, right? The fuck? So we need to figure out how to, and I'm not obviously calling for any kind of stupid bullshit, I'm talking about consistent calls to actions to do stuff. You tell volunteers, let's accomplish this. Let's make it happen. So I'd like to see a lot more of that happening. If I'm missing any of this, let me know. Because I don't watch everything, obviously. I don't have time to do that. So if I'm missing any of this, that's definitely a, a question. You know, are we missing? Am I missing some of this? Then my question is, is it your time to be in the game? We're losing people left and right from literally dying. Ed Head died today. He's one of the instructors at Gunsight. So Gunsight is the... Uh, initial place that Jeff Cooper built here in Arizona, up in northern Arizona, just north. Like you could almost wing a bottle rocket. You could, you could probably shoot a long distance or something from the Ruger factory over to Gunsight. They're just down the road from each other, kind of. I mean, they're probably farther than that. You could definitely fly a drone from one to the other. But there's an airport right next to the Ruger factory, so you couldn't do that. But anyway, Gunsight is a big chunk of the desert north of Prescott, and. Uh, Cooper built it a long time ago. Ed Head, I think from listening to the obituaries, went there in the 70s, 68, something like that, a long time ago, and then eventually became an instructor, long story short, much respected, uh, well-known, and kind of a cool guy. I've had a chance to be in the room with him kind of thing. He was at an elite level, and I'm a little kid walking in like a punk kid, so it's not like we had a long conversations, but uh, I've been to Gunsight a couple of times to hang out. And interesting to, uh, you know, have a couple of interesting people in the world of guns. That's now three of them, you know, in the recent past here, that uh, two in Arizona. So we're not going to all last forever physically. We are literally aging out. Uh, and however you want to put nutrition and health decisions or whatever you want to say. A lot, a lot of people smoke. A lot of people do dangerous stuff. They ride their motorcycles, which should be illegal, right? So uh, 
anyway, so we're uh, not everybody's going to be here forever. Not everybody's got the resources. Things change. Life's change, right? Things happen, and what was planned is no longer an opportunity or an option anymore. So, is it your time to be in the game? You know, are you waiting for something, or did your time come and go? Uh, I don't know. You know, everybody's different. Everybody's. Are you going to have another time? Are you planning on that second time? Or, I don't know. Everybody's got their time. I'm sure that that's going to be part of the big equation and the big scheme of things is to uh, incorporate the uh, people coming and going and not relying on the individuals. I think it kind of echoes back to the concept of not having, a, not requiring a Bloomberg, not not needing a Bloomberg for our equation over here. So uh, anyway, just throwing that out there. Uh, not everyone's required or obligated to be an, an activist, but uh, again, there's uh, opportunities. If you go listen to some stuff out there, it's uh, a better time than it's ever been on the planet to be in business, to start entrepreneurial things, to accomplish uh, awareness uh, through for whatever your reason is because of the tools available to us. There's just tons of tools available to us. And uh, people are now accustomed to those tools. So, you know, having YouTube available to us in 2009 meant nothing because no one knew what to do with it. Now, after a bunch of years, people have mastered ways to use it. And you can use those strategies, recipes, tactics, tools, and other things to accomplish massive messaging, right? We uh, hear about uh, people that sell products or whatever, and... Uh, maybe on one of those shark shows or something, people can sell some product and they can kind of effectively go viral. You know, that's the world we live in. So what, what if we applied 2A to some of that? So when we start working together, I'm sick of hearing that shit. I'm sure people are gonna read this and go, yeah. So what the hell, we got the DC project over there showing us that we've already been working together. Most people don't realize the DC project's like eight years in now and they've got it down to where they've already applied their recipe their strategy to the state level so i'm not diminishing the accomplishment of 55 ladies getting their asses to washington dc together to walk around the congress and meet with representatives uh, both parties both houses well whatever it is house and the senate and uh meet in small groups and offer a representation a real life representation of what gun owners are in 2022 and how our message has evolved it's incredible so when are we going to start working together when people realize we've been working together, right? Like when people get past that glitch, that's an excuse. That's a crutch. Throw that shit down, get the fuck up, and just start doing. Once everyone starts doing and quits waiting for everybody else to do something else, then guess what? We've accomplished even more. So what are you paying attention to? I think if people are saying, when will we start working together? Question that already. That's somebody who's not really paying attention. 55 ladies in DC, ask them if they know what the hell is going on with that, right? Who are they listening to? Most of the shit's regurgitated at this point. Listen, whoever you're listening to, more than likely they're talking about what they heard. What did that person do? Go do research? No, they're listening to what they heard or they're writing down what they were told, right? Like this is not necessarily research. This isn't journalism. So go move on, right? Uh, what can they, or I was going to say, if you're listening to someone and they're all doom and gloom and 
uh, they're asking, or even if they're all positive, but they're going to be like, well, as soon as we start working together, ask them what the name of their DC project representative is. If they can't name the one lady who's in charge of the state that they live in, that's like somebody who can't name their senators, right? Oh, I'm so worried about politics and you should be more worried, but you know, I don't know my own senator. So it's just a way of gauge, right? A way you can determine if it's uh, if we're on the right track. So I'm an hour in and we're barely into the beginning of this whole thing. I mentioned maybe while I was live or maybe not that we put this out as a podcast, a newsletter, a blog and all that. So that's all linked there. And let's dig in. So there's a bunch of stuff to talk about this week. This week I started doing a new thing. Do I have the newsletter here? I'm going to go over to the newsletter because I did a little bit different colors in the newsletter. Is that this one? The, uh, yeah, that's this one. See how I put a little bit different? Let's use the newsletter instead of Substack. If you want to use Substack, I got all excited that I was going to use Substack. Here's the link. Don't get discouraged. But we're going to go over to the newsletter. So the newsletter, I just was able to put some different colors in here. So it starts off with the stuff we just talked about, but I have some other things in there. There was a 2A rally in uh, Pennsylvania on whatever the 12th was, I forget, Tuesday or something. Then we had the diversity shoot. Well, Tony had the diversity shoot in Pennsylvania uh, yesterday. Dragon Man's machine gun shoot is tomorrow. So Dragon Man, Colorado Springs, 30th annual machine gun shoot tomorrow. And then the other stuff I mentioned. So first thing we're talking about is the Pennsylvania rally that Black Hat attended. So kudos to two folks this week. And I don't think Black Hat watches this show, but Krabby Turtle is out there, attended the um, DC rallies uh, or the DC projects rally today, and it got moved. So he booked from the Capitol where it was supposed to be all the way over to the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, Supreme Court building which I thought was a lot closer than it was, but it wasn't. And he booked all the way over there and seen a good chunk of the DC Project one. Black Hat was at this one. I'd say you're right that the DC Project one did look bigger than this one even, but it's hard to say. And then, uh, anyway, that's awesome. 55 minutes worth of a Pennsylvania rally and uh, awesome. Again, there's a lot of people that hate rallies. There's people that have good reasons to not like rallies, but I like rallies. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, I, I had a good conversation we'll talk about later on in the show with uh, Michael from Gun Owner Radio, Gun Owners Radio, and he made some good points about how he doesn't like rallies, but I still like rallies, and I'm, I'm willing to have rallies get better. I'm not saying they're perfect, but I still like rallies. There's a reason they put the, in the First Amendment the right to assemble. They don't like when people don't meet each other and hang out, and when people meet and hang out, you learn from each other, and then you figure out way more than you knew going in. Uh, let's see. Patriots saying tomorrow is the 17th, which is Constitution Day. Does anybody care about that? That old piece of paper? Okay, I didn't realize. Um, I don't know how old it is, but it's a piece of paper that's really old. It has a bunch of stuff written on it. From what I understand, there's a treasure map on the back, but you have to squirt a bunch of lemon juice on it, and they put a bunch of uh, glass in front of it, so you can't do that anymore. But otherwise, there's some stuff written on the front that everybody respects and honors or whatever. So then, uh, let's see, getting into it, here's what I did. I added sections. Now there's 2A news, and then we'll go down a ways, and now there's gun news. So that people look get confused and think that 2A stuff and gun stuff are the same thing. Then I have the radio show separated out over here. 
I have the military interview podcasts, which are technically 2A. And then the stuff that we do. And then I got some extra special stuff down here called polls that we've been doing throughout the week. And unlike other people who just talk about their polls, here's what we do. We take images of our polls and we use image polls. So it's images within images. We'll uh, talk about this one instead of leaving it till the end. For example, over on the YouTube three days ago, we asked our people that wanted to answer, what would be the best place to visit for 2A in 2022? And the choices were Bannerman Island, where the castle is, which is awesome. Wanamaker's Gun Show, which is the biggest gun show in the world, which is awesome. Uh, the DC rally that we were talking about, which is awesome. Or Dragon Man's Machine Gun Shoot, which is tomorrow, which is freaking awesome. So here's the deal. The real deal is I use these as an excuse because if you were to, if this wasn't just an image, if I could actually click on this and it said read more, it would be links to all these things. So my ulterior motive here is to have links to all this stuff on my big ass YouTube channel on a regular basis, but to have some fun with it, we added some pictures and made it a poll. So I don't know what you think is going to win, but Dragon Man's won with 42%. Uh, DC Rally came in with 26%, second place. Bannerman Island came in right behind at 21%. And then Watermakers came in last at 11%. I think if you would have asked me to bet on that, I would have bet Watermakers would have won. I mean, I can see Dragon Man winning for sure, but I just know more people that watch my channel go to Watermakers, I think, I thought. Anyhow, so we're going to go back up to the top. There are some other polls there, so don't be disappointed if you thought that poll was the best thing you ever heard before because we got more of them. Next, and again, these are in the order of how 2A they are. And I think we'll notice there's no locked and loaded Latinos this week again. So it's up with that. So next up is, I mean, I know what's up with that, but let's, let's keep in mind that's happening. So next we have Suicide Prevention Saturday, Brooke Cheney's effort to create awareness, a consistent uh, focus on the two out of three deaths with a firearm are suicide. And everybody uses the number of deaths with firearms against us. They almost always include the number of firearms, or excuse me, the number of suicides in when they suggest how many violent deaths there are. So it, being able to be comfortable with those conversations and have the skills and the, I, the, the ability to engage in those conversations with others, both on our side and the other side, vital. I pretty much say the same thing every week because it's literally one of the best tools you can have in the toolbox. Uh, Brooke does an amazing job by doing a consistent effort on that each weekend. Now, another organization that I pretty much uh, put at the top of the 2A list each time they do something is the Virginia Citizens Defense League. So, I mean, super awesome. There's lots of state level organizations. Some of them do stuff. Some of them ain't doing nothing. Other ones do all kinds of stuff and don't say nothing about it. Other ones you know, whatever, all, this, all these different variations. Virginia Citizens Defense League does their annual, or their, most of their membership meetings online. And they have done it so long and they're good at it and it happens effectively and it's pleasant. And so it's no wonder that Virginia uh, is so, has been doing so well uh, with their effort, both defending the bad stuff and removing the bad stuff when it does get through. So they've gone, they've been pushed with big resources, big money, right? Big efforts, big campaigns. There's a lot of interest in pushing the anti-gun crap out of DC and Virginia is right there absorbing it all. 
in the Virginia Citizens Defense League publicly open source effectively is doing stuff, not just talking about shit online, but using the interactive nature of that internet like like, like so much to have like have effect in the state of Virginia. And you can watch it, you just watch it happen. So instead of just, well, you can experience it, I should say, because you can definitely be part of it. Uh, they have lots of cool stuff, including logo stuff that'll get the word out, get conversations started. Uh, giant patches are, in my opinion, too inexpensive for the fact that they're supposed to be fundraising. They have a different opinion. They think that their uh, awareness stuff should be free. So I guess it's different when you've got a giant membership and a bunch of money. I'm, I'm cutting corners all the time. So uh, either way, you, they've got lots of cool stuff. You can definitely uh, use their merch, their 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 shirts and their patches and their stickers and stuff to start conversations and uh, make great awareness. So that, in other words, I'm just giving you some ways you can support them, even if you don't live in Virginia. Well worth people's support. All right, next is the uh, Reload. This is a podcast that happens pretty much, I think comes out on Monday morning for some reason. So it's typically like a, it's an hour long and maybe the first half to a little bit more will be an interview with somebody and then it's their own staff talk to each other at the end so this one had 500 views in a week and then what they'll do is they'll take this hour conversation the live feed or whatever it is i think it's just plain no it's not live so it is some kind of produced one hour thing they'll take this and chop it up into however many segments depending on how many topics they mentioned that week and they just drop them so definitely need to be mains mansplained they need to have some coaching on how to use youtube but they are being they're they're trying to be effective they're they're chopping the stuff up into manageable consumable pieces that are like on topic they're just distributing poorly but um so it's a great effort and this one was some professor who made this new survey that's the newest survey that talks about gun ownership and and is better than the click one or the click one or whatever that guy's name was that everybody doesn't like anymore because it was old and they complain about it. So I don't know why Smeggy's not in here, but he should be listening to this inter this guy. Uh, it's like the new lot. Pretty sure he was talking shit about lot too. They're going to have some kind of fight. They're going to do a thing where they t they both hold on to an adding machine and then they fight. Um, but anyway, they uh, this it was a pretty good one, I guess. It wasn't all that great, but they I think the guy is pro gun. And they talk for a while. It's frustrating being old and understanding and knowing everything, listening to kids that don't know what they're talking about. But they're trying, so it's pretty good. Uh, I don't remember. Did I write any comments on this one? Here's something we can do. I can click on this and open in a new window. Sometimes if I like a show, I'll leave a bunch of comments. And if I don't like a show, I'll just not write a bunch of comments. So we'll see if there's a bunch of comments written by me and that'll jog my memory. It's been a busy week and a long week and this comes out, like I say, for some reason, a Monday morning. Um, flipping it over for whatever reason, YouTube don't show you everything. Flipped it over. There's M. Gabriel, but uh, no, I didn't write nothing on there. It was okay though. I don't think it was a bad one. It was just a couple of the things I feel like their observations and their their but the, the, the conclusions they drew from the data, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with. So anyhow, then the uh, FPC talked to the one lawyer from FPC who's still with FPC. Did you know that one of them lawyers left FPC? Hmm? Dun, dun, dun. 
So this is effectively what I was talking about over here. Campos versus Bonita or Banta. I don't know what his name is. Bantanita uh, victory in California. So it takes them 17 minutes to explain that. And I couldn't tell you exactly what the deal was, but the, the title says Department of Justice loses. One of the problems with California is they have so many things going on that are infringements is that it's hard to keep track of it all. Like it's hard to comb through them all. So as a, as a person from the outside looking in, it's like, you know, there's no way to just keep up with it unless you're really paying attention. So anyway, that one's a tough one. And they spend 17 minutes talking about it, but not necessarily like an explanation of it. Does that make sense? Next uh, is Gun Owners Radio, even though it's not the gun radio show portion of the thing they took they also take their long format show when they record the show they chop it up into segments which is a good idea but they also don't do it right they drop all the segments at the same time so if you're listening or you know the people that do this don't i mean make a big long thing that's great and then chop it all up that's way better that's definitely a good idea but there's a thing called the schedule and a calendar and time right so you apply the scheduled piece of it and you allow that thing to show up at a different day in the calendar and then your viewers don't get showered with your shit that they just watched five minutes after they just watched it effectively so good concept they're putting in all the effort and they're not getting any of the results so if you want more coaching like that consider paying me and i will tell you even more mansplaining next up is, but anyway that was talking about amanda suffolk uh, talking with the female host of Gun Owners Radio. So if you listen to this, if you were to click on this right here, like I'm about to do in front of you, don't get scared, I'm doing it right now. Uh, this is the first female hosted, nationally syndicated radio show host talking to the new co female co-host of the South uh, Southern California radio show. So... I'm not saying they're the only two female radio show hosts. I'm just saying they're from both ends of the country. One of them is nationally syndicated and been around for a while. The other one is brand new. It's kind of like yin and yang of female radio show hosts interviewing each other. Just saying. Uh, but I'm sure everybody paid attention to that. You probably heard that over and over this week. So I won't keep harping on that. Next is the other thing you probably heard over and over this week. I'm sure everybody who exploited Dragon Man once or twice over the years is now letting you know that Dragon Man's machine gun shoot is this weekend. So let's get copyrighted and show you Dragon Man farting around with his daughter, playing with a fire, uh, what do you call it, a uh, flamethrower, uh, getting ready for his machine gun shoot. Actually, I just won't play the audio and then... I don't have to take my headset off, and I probably won't get as much copyrighted. I've been chatting with Melissa. Hopefully, I'm going to be chatting with her uh, on our uh, talking shop show, where we talk to radio or where we talk to gun shop owners. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably. I think I have another video in here where Dragon Man is walking around the. Or no, I don't. He just posted that today, so I'm going to take a minute to jump over to Dragon Man's because this isn't listed. And Dragon Man is crazy. He's freaking awesome. And he spent a couple of minutes, eight minutes, hauling ass. This dude's older than your grandparents. And he 
owns all this stuff. He collects it. He gathers it. He keeps it from going into trash heaps and individual boring collections that no one's going to see again, owned by some billionaire, probably on YouTube, to you know use explain a video somewhere. Instead, Dragon Man shoves it all into his growing personal museum that he builds on, I'm sure, with U.S. materials and labor each year in the off-season. And he spends like eight minutes hauling ass. Let's, here's what we can do. We can use the power of the Internet. Right. We're going to go in here and say playback speed. Don't get scared. Two. So this is Dragon Man in double time walking through quickly his amazing museum. He'll bring hundreds of people through twice a day to experience his collection of stuff that is more than unique. It's not possible for anyone else to create it because he has friends and contacts who've given him things, as he explains right here, that is not possible to be exported from the countries that they're from. He's got, uh, whenever possible, the uh, photographs with those uniforms of the people that wore them. And then he goes through this other room with stuff that you're going to have to watch the video if you want to hear what happened in that room. And then he goes into his World War II and some of the beginning of the vehicles, and he takes everybody up. So not only do you experience this museum, but you go up in the air to look down into that half track, but also you, he doesn't ever say it, but you get to experience the entire museum from the second floor without a floor, right? You're up in the air looking at the entire museum up there. This is every single type of uniform, hundreds of different types of uniforms on mannequins complete most of them i think not all but most of them with their rifles uh, that would be appropriate all of those uniforms that have uh pictures are uh, typically purple heart that's pretty much everything from 1948 that existed in the u.s inventory this is the other side of them that's all the female uniforms this is every piece of radio that the u.s military ever made or at least very close to it he didn't even go into the Nazi room. That's the J Japan room. Everything in this room is World War I, so it's 100 years old. That's Vietnam. Then you go into the actual vehicle museum. Well, actually, no. Now you go into Chaikam, modern China. Now you get into World War I. Sorry, I think that other one was World War II. This one's World War I. Everything in here is... Uh, the other, he didn't go in the Nazi room. The other room that I met, I said was World War One was really U.S. World War Two. Then Chicom, then Vietnam across the hall. Now he's in the cars to the left. Is everything medical? He's got it. He Dragon Man assembles an, a collection of every single medical medical thing, and then doesn't even talk about it hardly. He just adds to the museum casually, and then includes it in the two-hour tour crazy so over here is the entire collection of willies you know jeeps he talks all about them how he got them and how he put them back together then you get into the real vehicle museum that other part was kind of the vietnam slash vehicle museum now you get into all the mines and demilitarization type of stuff then you get into how you put bombs onto airplanes type of vehicles or maybe bombs into other things then you get some more half tracks, and I think he mentioned that he's got all the half tracks now or some shit like that. He's got most of the Humvees. He's got some ducks and some of these other things. I don't know what they are. 
when I was a kid, this is the stuff we played in. All this stuff from Korea, those vehicles were effectively free to Civil Air Patrol. So we got to drive around and play with all that stuff when we were kids. Then this is all the World War II uh, Battle of the Bulge. He added this. I haven't seen this. So this is all new from my tours in the past. So he's constantly building new. Then he takes you through the Elvis and hot rods. He's got um, 26 hot rods or something. I'm sure everybody's talked about it this week, but definitely go to Dragon Man's. I'll put a link in here. You could share the stuff for this guy. Probably worth sharing. Let me uh, do this. Whenever you're going to share a link, it's lame to just drop the link. So when you can, grab the title of the video, drop it in there, a couple of spaces, maybe an equal, a couple more spaces. And that formats it in such a way that it doesn't glue itself to the description, but the description is in there. So now when I bring it up on the screen, for example, it's a little easier to read. But more importantly, when somebody goes to copy and paste or something, it's a useful chunk. So then you get to Fudbusters. I guess that's the guy that is no longer with FPC. He did a video and... You know, he's focusing on 2A and he's talking about stuff. It's an interesting way to monitor different angles on Second Amendment awareness and Second Amendment content. Uh, check it out if you want. Clover chat, Clover Tack is cutting new ground. So back in the day, Clover Tack used to just kind of walk around mumbling and everybody was like, Clover Tack, what you ought to do is make videos on the internet. So then he started making YouTube videos and whatever and then People were like, you know what you should do is make good ones. And then he started making good ones, right? So, holy crap. So this, I've heard of him hanging out with Hunter Safety, what is it, Hunter's HD Gold before. And uh, they've chatted. But the thing is, he's never chatted about this. At least I've never heard him chat about the stuff they chatted about in here. So I don't know how many, show of hands, if anybody's still awake out there, how many people know about all that stuff that Hunter's HD Gold did. I don't know how many people watch this video. But uh, I would even potentially, let's see how many votes we got. Now, with only 19 votes, I don't feel like changing the poll yet. But I would almost change the poll because it blew me away how much stuff Hunter's HD Gold does for the community, for the shooting sports, and then his reasons for doing so. So kudos to Clover for having a massive schedule. Uh, I'm not sure on this version of everything. Do I have the what's coming? I do. Okay, so uh, we'll be talking about some of the crazy stuff Clover's got coming. But yeah, this interview with Hunter's HD Gold was really freaking cool. So here's what I'm going to say. If you are in need of some kind of eyewear, either prescription or non-prescription, I would check out Hunter's HD Gold. Uh, they do stuff with their colors and lenses. Well, not everybody's going to be in need of that. I understand. But people that might be, uh, they do stuff with the colorings and the whatever that really do, uh, you know, aren't just there for the aesthetics. And uh, they can describe the different things for the different needs you might have. But also, uh, again, what they're doing for the community and stuff, you, you have to know that the investment you're making in those products, which are warranted for life effectively, so they're, you know, built to last, uh, that investment is in the community. That's, that's just super cool. So kudos to HD Gold, but then also kudos to Clover for doing an excellent presentation of that. Oh, so if you haven't watched that one, maybe you hate Clover or you hate Hunter's HD Gold, I would watch that one anyway. And maybe you quit hating both of them. 
Uh, let's see. Then you get uh, 2AEDU is was also uh, on with Clover this week. Basically, Clover is trying to make up for the fact that he doesn't interview enough people, so he's interviewing people all the time now. And this was another interesting one. Uh, good conversation. lasts about an hour. They're consumable. They don't go on and on. Some people go on and on and on and have people on for hours and hours and hours, and some people can't handle it. So if you want only an hour worth of conversation, that's what Clover is giving you. So anyway, go check those out if you're interested. Next up is another one of the radio shows that records their show uh, while they're recording the, well, I should say they go live on YouTube while they're recording their show and they take their show once it's recorded and chop it up into chunks and distribute them. And they're doing it wrong. What do you know? So I can mansplain every single radio show because they're all doing it wrong. But at least they all know they're doing it wrong now. But they're doing the right thing, just in the wrong way. So again, they record their show live, which is awesome. They stream it, which is even better. Then they take the result, the hour long or two hour long, or however long, they slice it up. Not just into slices, but into, you know, chunks depending on what the topics are and then they post those separately on topic with specific titles they just need to take the next step and schedule them out throughout the week or the month they don't need to show up right after the show that's not necessary in fact it's probably better to have it pop up a month later right makes people want to maybe listen to the whole show a month later so anyway if you want more coaching like that you'll get it if you want more mansplaining that's happening because i'll mansplain for nothing so anyway, this was an interesting one. They had attorney from Massachusetts talking about a thing that he had pushed through in the state of Massachusetts. And they talked about the origin story of that. And for the life of me, it's been a week, so I can't remember the specifics of it. And again, it's a Massachusetts bill. So, um, you know, my bad. I don't remember every single, or I'm in a Massachusetts bad law. I don't keep everybody's bad laws in my memory. Uh, let's see, then we had gun expert or guns for everyone doing a chat this week. I wanted to link to it because they're doing good stuff. Uh, mainly, Edgar was just complaining about the uh, the basic safety rules, and I'm not sure why. So might be interesting to listen to if you're listening, to, if you're interested in a uh, different perspective on the four basic safety rules in 2022. Uh, I think he was kind of concerned that, it, you know, if they apply to things like appendix carry and stuff like that. So uh, let's see, but he's, I don't know if I'm going to be talking about it. I think I am at the end. He'll be doing some stuff in Mexico in the near future. So that's interesting. We're about to start seeing more and more international uh, Second Amendment stuff happening. Is it still Second Amendment if it's international? Second Amendment adjacent, I guess. All right, next is Riding Shotgun with Charlie. Uh, he's been going nuts with the shorts. He's been shortening the shorts. So a couple of them where Mike pulling out his super, super, serbu, super shorty for a short. See what he did there? So it was pretty clever. And then I'm always talking about Jarrah on the Instagram uh, shows when I do on Sunday. And this is where I heard of her from watching Riding Shotgun with Charlie. So she's a, she is a Second Amendment advocate in, and instructor and whatnot in uh, Texas. So he had chopped up pieces of their interview as well. So there's some shorts. He also did a writing shotgun with Charlie this week with Bill, somebody, but I didn't listen to this one. I just posted it because Charlie's doing good work. It's definitely worth uh, distributing his stuff. Usually it's stuff like this. If I miss one of writing shotgun with Charlie's, they're about an hour long usually. And I don't know who this person is. So 
if it was somebody I really knew or cared about or I've been waiting for, I'm going to listen to it no matter what. When I don't know who it is and I missed it, like I don't remember what I was doing whenever it came out, but I didn't see it come up and it was in my list, so I had missed it. Um, what I'll do is just put it on the back burner. And one day when I'm sitting around waiting for something or, you know, waiting for something to render or print or do something, I'll uh, throw that up and listen to it. So if you want to listen to it, feel free, but I can't recommend it or not recommend it. I didn't listen to it. Speaking of stuff I didn't listen to, the Liberal Gun Club had a video, a video about, what is it, 20 minute, half an hour long, about their national meeting that's coming up in October. And again, I didn't listen to this, but I do want to get the word out on the variety and whatever. Remember, we started this whole thing with the bullshit question. Oh, I put the bullshit question over here, I guess. The bullshit question, when will we start working together? Like we already started working together. We start working together when everybody realizes we've been working together just fine for a long time. Just we have to understand it, right? So one of the ways you understand it is by figuring out that other people are already doing stuff. They're in other gears doing their thing. They're just not doing it next to you and you're not paying attention to it. So part of it is because some people hate each other and some people like each other. So they're not going to intentionally ever hang around with each other. I think Riding Shotgun with Charlie uses that Olympics analogy where you got them rings that some of them touch, some of them don't. Some people are within the realm of a couple of rings and some people are in the realm of their own. You know, you've got that kind of thing going on. So some people aren't going to be near each other and that's fine. But uh, in a way to at least be aware of what the others are doing so that we can be more effective together. Uh, they are doing a get together and uh, they've been posting stuff to get people aware of what to expect there. And that's valid. I mean, that's more than a lot of organizations do. There's a hell of a lot of assumption. And there's a hell of a lot of we should be doing and no action, right? So uh, I'm not vouching for it. Half the time I like their stuff. Half the time I don't. Maybe it's not quite 50-50. I don't know. But uh, I'm posting their stuff. I do want to get the word out. And if you've got somebody out there who is a liberal or whatever, and you're not a liberal or you are a liberal and somebody else ain't, maybe something in one of these videos you could watch together and get your liberal and their conservative or your conservative and their liberal, you know, figure out something. Otherwise, don't. I don't care. Next up is armed. Okay, I put this. See how I got these new sections? I'm trying this new sections thing out. And the order... The, num the number of how 2A it is is how high it is in the section, right? So this is the 2A news section. The most 2A thing that happened this week was Black Cat going to and broadcasting live the Pennsylvania rally. Obviously, that's real grassroots. Fucking the 14th richest dude on the planet paid the chick who used to hang out making excuses for uh, uh, Roundup for Monsanto. And he paid her to go act like grassroots. Well, this is grassroots. Black Cat, who's just doing his thing, talking about fishing, hanging out in gizzards, just chat once in a while, doing his thing. Sometimes he's on the road, jump in, do his own thing. Boom. When necessary, turns on a freaking live feed from a from a rally. Understands how to do it. Knows how to do it. Does it do it? Does it? Boom. It's done. There's. It's documented, right? Take it or leave it. That was the most two-way thing that happened this week. Broke genie, right? Talk about all this stuff. So then you get down to the less, the least, the lessest of the microscopic two-way shit that happened this week is people bitching about those credit card things. I only put this in here to mock and ridicule people who are going to play the fucking tetherball game. It's late, so I can swear. Playing the damn tetherball game 
of I've had to find a news thing so that you'll tune into my show. Be aware of this shit, pity them, and move on. We are never going to win. The armed attorneys are cool. I like them. I just pinned them out because I had to give somebody a link here this week. But this was to just bitch about the entire group of the industry. Whoever's in that circle of like, let's only observe and let's complain about what we're told to complain about this week. I consider them part of the mechanism. And if you're part of the mechanism and it's not your fault, like, damn it, that sucks. And sometimes you can't help it. But if you're standing over there like a dipshit being used like a dumbass, then move over. Quit it. Don't keep doing that. That's not helping anybody. And I think this beating around, doing whatever their topic of the day bullshit is driving everybody to get wearing out and quit paying attention to this stuff. It's not doing us any good. Tell me if I'm wrong. Show me how somehow if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty right on that. All right, now we get into gun news. Separated by 2A, because 2A has the Second Amendment. This is foundational. This is stuff that matters. Gun stuff is interesting stuff that matters for 2A. It's necessary, but it's gun stuff. So uh, Jaeger had passed and asked people, well, from what I understand, asked people not to be all mopey about it. And in an effort to accommodate people who wanted to acknowledge the loss and meet with the friends and the community. Uh, they had a, a weekend get together to celebrate his life. And this is the family's uh, thank you video at the end. So again, cool dude. And the fact, well, there's just a lot going on. So obviously a very important thing happened this week. We've lost a lot of people and there's people that do stuff the normal way and there's people that cut new ground and and do stuff so that people wake up and figure out there's other ways to do things. And this dude died on the internet in front of everybody like a man. So pretty neat. Then we got uh, Chris from 740 posting his, uh, his uh, weekly uh, gun show, his uh, panel discussion, uh, number 33, in a conversation about reloading, going in depth but in a way where they're kind of incrementally going through and talking about different things. So on multiple levels, this is a cool project. I've seen a million of these projects come and go, or at least dozens of them. And this one has kept my interest and the, the panel he brings together is interesting. So if you're interested in reloading or just hearing a, a positive, effective, like useful conversation about guns instead of petty squabbling or fear or garbage or hype, check it out. It's like valid. It's real. And uh, not with some weird motivation to make you buy nothing or do nothing. It's just legit. Definitely worth checking out. Most gun thing that happened this week. Another one I put in here to offer awareness and insight, because that's my goal, is to get us past experiencing everything the first time each you know everybody having to experience everything for the first time each individually so a lot of the channels i monitor that i follow that i watch i enjoy but i'm also paying attention to their arc whatever the, their life cycle is sorry if you don't like to hear this but everybody's got a life cycle we're mammals so we literally have a life cycle but on the internet you got a life cycle you're going to have some amount of time that you thought the internet was cool and you're going to get into it and it's going to be all great and awesome and then at some point you're used to it and you don't like it anymore and then at some point it's just a thing you take for granted you know like you know there's all these different cycles people are going to go through second amendment 
involvement in the community, participation, all that stuff. It's all cycles, right? So it's not like everybody's got one they're going to do, but there's some cycles that happen. So this is a great channel. I like watching her armed and styled. Um, so I'm linking and so everybody can check it out. But I'm also going to, it's not like I give a shit about her holsters, honestly. She's, she's talking about holsters again. But she also talks about training. She talks about what it's like to be a girl with a focus on self-defense. I mean, she's a lifestyle, effectively type of channel. Super interesting. I definitely like the channel. But I also want to focus or at least highlight the arc, the arc, the channel progression, like the, the evolution of the channel. Sometimes, every once in a while, somebody's unique and does stuff completely different, cuts new ground, scouts new territory, does as they please in such a way as to say, this is another way it can be done. Like we talked about Jaeger. Freaking just did stuff, right? And then the internet followed them. So there's that. And then some people are following paths and some people are taking the best of different things and trying things and some people kind of do one thing other there's no you know one way of doing it it's just a bunch of different ways so again trying to keep that kind of concept in mind watch some of these channels and pay attention to their arcs pay attention to where they go and where they come from in this particular one the reason i'm bringing it up is she says, says three reasons she stopped recommending this whatever holsters who cares really about the details but the idea that a channel as it develops is going to learn. And in this case, she's like super competent. She's met with and she appreciates instruction from like top level ladies and guys that have been really paying attention to actual CCW instruction and not just hypey, trendy shit. And, and she shares her experience with that. Like a lot of people do when they think of firearms as a martial type of art. So the way that she experiences stuff and shares stuff is valid and awesome. I'm not, I'm not ragging on her at all, but I'm just saying again that she's grown and experienced and learned, and now she's sharing that experience with her people that follow her and hang out with her. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's just normal. That's the growth, right? You everybody knows this. It's not like it's brand new or nothing. But watching it happen on channels is interesting, and it gives you an idea of where we're at and how we're going, and why people go, "Why are you so optimistic? Why are you doom and gloom?" I'm paying attention right so in this case again this is an awesome indication of a channel that's evolving and sharing and think of the people that are paying attention i don't know what her reach is Thirty-five thousand subs i don't really pay attention on everybody's stuff uh, about how many views they're getting but she's probably getting thousands of views per video so that's thousands of people that are appreciating you can evolve and that you can learn and move on from things and all those people that show up in the at this point in her journey and how she shares it i mean again it's it's awesome so if you want some inspiration on who to support or who to follow uh check out some of the stuff that we uh link in here and then follow the or check out some of the people that they have in their community right, what are they called the channel tab i can guarantee you armed and styled is going to have some interesting valid useful people that are practical is that the right way to say it in her she's not a competition shooter she might shoot some competition but she's just a practical uh concealed carry uh modern concealed carry type so if you want to dig into some of the cool stuff one of the reasons i post people in here so that you can dig into their channels not all of them will have a page on their youtube channel where they link to other channels but most of them have a link on their YouTube channel where they spread out to other channels and you can see other stuff, the stuff that inspires them or the stuff that they support, for example.
All right, so let's take a break from just chatting about stuff uh, just for a second because there is other stuff to chat about today, and I do want to give some giveaways away. So I don't know if you have to be live to win or nothing, but we did have uh, this. And I oh, shit, I should have done this in such a way that I can. No, maybe I can. I can share it on the screen here. Actually, what am I thinking? Of course, I can do this. So I'm going to take this, and I apologize. It's a stupid font. Let me make it a little bit bigger, though. Oh, hell, how do I do that? I guess when you squish it, this little thingy goes underneath of there. So let me get about that size, and then I'll squish it again. Just doing some stuff off here. It's no big deal. All right, again, I apologize for the font. It's a stupid font. This is, ugh, I guess it's 12. 12 people that super chatted this month, and I appreciate that. Thank you for that. So we're going to go to random.org. which is the number thing that's old, so I use it. Might not be the best one. If there's a better one, let me know. But it's easy to use, and it's right there. And when I just say 12, we're going to go from 1 to 12, and we're going to randomly say thank you to somebody who super chatted, and what they're going to get is they're going to get what's coming to them, which is a tiny bayonet. And if they're here and they're present to win – They'll be able to choose if they want a brand new good one or if they want a original first run. So what I'm going to do is give a little bit of uh, anticipation here and let the people who may be in this list, and the people are Gizzard, who may be out there, Crab, who may also be out there, Woods, who may or may not, Smeggy, who may or may not be out there, Gun Library Garrett, probably not out there, Mark, sometimes out there, Patriot is out there, uh, and then Ron Wayne, who was earlier in here, so he might still be out there. Those people are going to get a little bit of anticipation. I'm going to go grab the thing that you're going to look at or get, maybe. And I'm going to play a commercial for a little show we do on Saturdays with a little dude named Tony and another little dude named Clover. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions got everything over here in just about enough time to i got to make a longer commercial maybe bring this over here bring this over here do this flip this around go to solo flip this off uh-oh, don't look at that. So this is for look. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Oh, I should bring the thing down here. Maybe better. Maybe it won't. So here's the deal. I've been making bayonets. Tiny little bayonets. Are they keychains? I don't know. Still playing with them. These are literally the first four prototypes. So here's a nice one. See how nice it is? It's all cool and nice. Well, the first one wasn't so nice. The first one... I laid down on the print bed differently, and the top of it is, uh, they call this grody. So the top of it is all kind of nuts, and it didn't work good. So I was like, hmm, I don't really like this. So I adjusted it. Now they print like this. They print like uh, like the Egyptian bayonet monument in, or I guess the bayonet monument in Egypt, which is the size of like a three-story building. So that's how I print them, but smaller. And now, I need a good one. Man, they're perfect. Now they're super cool. These are going to be worth so much money once I figure out how to market them. So, 
whoever wins, whoever super chatted us is got one of these coming to them. They can choose to have one of the literally first ones ever produced, which may be worth millions in the future once they make millions on them. Or they can have a nicer one, which is way cooler looking, actually. So I don't know if anybody's interested in that or not, but that's what you're going to get coming to you if you super chatted us and you didn't even know it was coming. So now we're going to go back over to screen sharing and double check. Nobody super chatted in the meantime. I don't believe anybody has super chatted in the meantime, just in case. No. So we're going back to random.org and number 10. So we're going to go over here and I'm going to actually skip one, right? Because of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's Patriot in the Dark. So Patriot, uh, you can have one that's more smooth and accurate, which was printed with the pommel down, like up off the table, or the one of the original first ones, which are more rough. Uh, pumpkin head dudes. Actually, I figured out I can sell them, dude. So I was actually going to put them all up on the store. I don't know if I ever did, but uh, I will be for sure. Wild was asking about the pumpkin head dudes. All right. So uh, thanks to Patriot saying congratulations. But yeah, we already knew what was happening, I guess. You can see the future. We didn't even know it. So uh, we're going to leave. I guess I can leave the random open for something maybe in the future. Who knows? Maybe I'll use that random. Maybe I won't. But now we're going to go back over to check out the thing. Let me get all the shit on my head, though, because this thing's all in my way. I can't see nothing. Let me flip this, move this, move this up in here. All right. So we do have a little revolver over here. Maybe we'll do something with that little baby revolver. A little uh, solid black revolver. Oh, so Patriot, the two bayonets are printed in uh, like one of the cool ones. You're talking about one of the nicer ones. So the nicer ones, I'm fiddling with it without the camera on. The nicer ones, let me go back to this and then back to this. Oh, what did I do? I keep moving out of my face. The nicer ones have a saw back, like a real bayonet. So really came out pretty decent. Anyway, I was surprised how decent it came out. Turns out these 3D printers can print in real good detail, turns out. Um, and then, let's see, going back over to the screen there. Oops, I accidentally clicked the random generate button again. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, snap. Patriot. Patriot, who super chatted twice. So all he's getting is what's coming to him. Um, you can choose again. Do you want another nice smooth one? Or would you like one of those original first ones now? Just so you can have them. Either way. So uh, Patriot wins twice in the special bonus random that no one even knew was coming. Maybe Patriot's even coming. We don't even know. He's just messing with us. All right. So next is flipping over to here. We are going to get back because now I can... Got a customer, get my bearings again. Uh, we're back to gun news this week, and the overnight happens uh, only every other week. So you only get one of these every other week. 
there are some people out here who are petitioning to have uh, brackets involved on Sundays or something, but we'll see if, uh, if, if we get the removal of tyranny or if we only get overnights every other week. This week, it was spending a grand on prepping, which was, I thought, an interesting like uh, topic for a conversation because it could go in so many ways. Um, I think I was working on something, listening. I can't remember if I was in there or if I was listening. Baron is saying he's made 30 brackets already. All right, so um, if you want to check that out, the overnight was about two hours, and it usually is pretty fun, you know, non-scripted uh, match and pair. Right on. Uh, let's see. So then we'll go to, actually, if you want, Patriot, since, unless you want, these are the type twos. So these are the type with the metal uh, pommel on the, and so like you could hammer with them technically if you really wanted to it ruin it so don't do it but you could uh you know the kind that aren't the bulbous bakelite handles so i'm going to be making or printing the other versions as well so if you want you know a set of two different kinds whenever i print the second one um unless i yeah unless i print pack to send these tomorrow or something i'll have all weekend to print the other ones and that's what i'm pretty much doing is working on these different prints right now. So if you want one of the different kinds, that's not a problem either. Anyway, you got what's, you got a couple of bayonets coming to you. Let's put it that way. You can choose what you want. All right, so then uh, getting back over to it, we have uh, Foss doing his overnight show. We we're lucky enough to have that last weekend, which means this weekend, nothing. You get nothing. So what you do get on Saturdays is G23 hosting a show. So he did episode 117. Uh, he does a long format conversation about guns, usually brings in a bunch of different people or a couple of different people at least, and uh, talk about guns, often Second Amendment, kind of news of the day, whatever's on people's minds, and again, keeping community together for when those times are that we need to know what's going on and people want valid info. The consistent effort like that creates the place where that can be found. So uh, highly valued, that's why I include uh, these guys like Gizzard and G23 and a couple of others, you know, that do that. Um, let's see. So then you get mail call from G23 also. So going above and beyond. Thanks for purchasing stuff from the store. First off, I guess I should have put that in bold. He purchased stuff from the store. He won a couple of things from the tactical quiz also. And that was awesome because, uh, when people win and they've already purchased stuff from the store, it saves us on shipping. So even though it's four bucks or whatever, it's appreciated. So uh, he did a mail call. He did an open, like a unboxing type of video, which not everyone does. So it's much appreciated. It gets the word out there. I mean, I'm usually like to know that it gets to the other end. One for my own like knowledge that I'm packaging right, but also just to, you know, if I did something differently or wrong or something, I don't want to do it consistently. So I really appreciate the feedback. And then of course, the mechanisms here that we keep talking about the way the internet works is that it, you do stuff and you're either doing stuff and you're paying attention or you're doing stuff and the internet's paying attention, but either way, the internet's paying attention. So when you post something intentionally that links to our store, it's freaking awesome. We really appreciate that. So thank you again, G23 for not just buying stuff, but then helping us out on the internet as well. And then of course, human beings are going to see that 
and then decide, hey, this stuff's cool and grab something potentially. So that part of it's awesome too. All right, so next is just for the people that, maybe people that shoot nine millimeter, people that live in cities, people that have electric things, right? Like they probably don't realize that in the rest of the world, this is the kind of stuff that we get in the new emails. So in my electric mail, I got a, an alert about mountain lion safeties. I mean, mountain lion safety, sorry. You don't have to, it's not le necessary legally to have a safety on your mountain lion yet. But what we're talking about is safety about around mountain lions. So I live in Arizona where if you walked up against the wrong kind of big boulder or maybe even a tree, depending on where you are, you might have a mountain lion jump down on you. Uh, so this is a quick video. It's one minute and five seconds. And they talk about what to do if you see a mountain lion or what, you know, mountain lion comes walking up on you or whatever. Mainly just to make it out there that people probably don't realize that that's a real thing. And um, not like it happens every day, but it's something that you have to tell little kids about. You want to be aware of for critters, dogs and cats and stuff that people leave outside. Um, and then just some people just don't have that kind of comp. You would think like, oh, it's another animal. Like, I'm, of course, animals understand how to deal with each other. But there's literally humans that don't know how to deal with animals. So this is something that in the age of the 2022, there's people that never met a mountain lion before. So that means they moved to Arizona, never met a mountain lion and or, you know, dealt with it or considered dealing with one. You know, that's happening. Some people probably, I think, I, I think I know people on both sides of this that would go, oh, mountain lions. I never thought of that. And other people would go, mountain lions. Who hasn't thought of that? You know what I mean? Like some people just have lived with mountain lions and they know they're a thing. And other people don't realize that there's giant lions, cats that are bigger than German shepherds that hide up in trees and on top of rocks and just hang out minding their business until they get hungry or rabid. And then they kill things that they can kill. And a mountain lion can kill pretty much anything. A horse, an elk, a deer. I mean, it would be a little tough for it to kill an elk, but it could wail on a deer. And if you're just being out like being an idiot, it'll wail on a person, I suppose. It doesn't happen all that often. Cats don't aren't stupid. But anyway, I just thought I'd put that out there. A lot of people don't realize that mountain lions are a thing. And a lot of people don't realize that. So I'm just putting that out there. Now we're going to talk about radio shows. Why? Because people listen to the radio in their vehicles and they can't listen to the internet in their radios or in their, in their vehicles. They might be able to listen to a podcast in their vehicle, but they can't listen to the internet or watch a YouTube video or that kind of thing. Again, they can listen to that. Um, they're listening to the radio at waiting rooms. So it's possible that you could be having earphones in and just be rude and listen to your phone or something in a waiting room. I'm sure people do that. It's probably legal, but some people aren't. And some people are hearing whatever's on the radio. So that's fed to you, right? It's programming. There's elevators. There's doctor's offices and things where you're, you know, actually in the appointment, but yet you're listening to some radio that's on in the background. The radio is often used to drown out the sound of typing and minor conversations and farts so that, you know, people in a big office environment, especially with cubicle bullshit, you know, can deal with each other and not get on each other's nerves. Some people can't handle other people chewing, for example. So, you know, radio can drown that out. Sometimes if it's like an auto shop or something, the radio isn't going to be set to some bullcrap channel and it's going to be set to a channel that is useful. And in those cases, 
what would how awesome would it be if they're listening to gun stuff and what we're talking about here is the people that provide the audio for that to even take place i'm not saying it happens all the time but in a world where there's radio shows it can happen and we'll see what's happening g23 is off tomorrow come on man spent all this time saying how good he is and now he's not even doing a thing whatever he's not take a show off i guess once in a while so anyhow we uh talking about some radio shows the radio shows aren't free uh cost money quite a bit of money to have air time because there it is a valuable commodity there's only so much time after all so when you take time and grid it off to how much hours there are in a working week how much uh, time there is during prime time so to speak for radio uh, there's only so much of it so they chop it up and they consider some of it worth more than others and then even the cheapest stuff has value and when these people are creating shows to post on these radio waves it costs something so they have to have sponsors they have to do something so again i'd like to uh one i like listening to them because i usually do all the stuff i talk about doing all the podcast work and all the distribution of this stuff while i'm listening to those radio shows or listening to gizzard that's my sunday tasks so uh, i appreciate that i've got something to listen to that's two-way while i do some tasks but people i know are you know driving or working at doing something else or doing something you know, doing uh lawn work or something you know yard work on the weekend listening to these shows and some of the shows are are syndicated and broadcast out throughout the week so who knows what people are you know doing when they're listening to these shows but anyway i appreciate the shows for one but i really appreciate what the shows offer what the opportunity that they offer and again our whole project here on friday is to distribute this stuff and to get the word out so let's talk about some radio shows uh, every once in a while, I hear about a new one, or every once in a while, an intermittent one will pop up. But this week, what we've got is kind of the same old stuff. So I don't want to say the same old stuff because we got four awesome radio shows each week, and I usually try to champion each of them. Uh, Cape Gunworks is my favorite. They happen on Wednesdays. Their show is distributed on a syndication, so it happens random times, not random, but different times throughout the weekend an hour here, an hour there, and from different radio stations because of the syndicated nature. They record it, and the recording is broadcast at different times that they can afford or pay for. And uh, those are in different places. They have it in three different states that it gets distributed on. But they record the hour worth of radio show on Wednesdays, and then they record a second hour worth of podcast that they distribute on all the podcast platforms as a two-hour um, weekly show. Uh, and they record all that live streaming to YouTube, and it's a lot of fun. That's probably the funnest one to listen to, although they're all fun to listen to. The others happen on Sunday. They actually all happen on Sunday. So first one, or the two that happen at the first, are Eye on the Target Radio, which is Amanda Suffolk's show. We talked about her because she was uh, featured on the gun, the other one of the other radio shows. When I was talking about the two female radio hosts interviewing each other, they were interviewing Amanda about her role as, or I guess her nomination as uh, NRA director. She's she's putting her, her girl, do girls have hats or wig? I don't know what girls wear in their head, but she's throwing her girl hat into the ring for being an NRA instruct, uh, an NRA board directors. So to go in and fight Dwayne, some kind of a Mortal Kombat type of thing, I suspect. It'll be a type of thing where everybody comes in and the NRA directors are sitting up on like the top of a wall. It's maybe a circular wall or it might be an octagon. 
and they're going to look down and there'll be maybe a dirt floor, maybe sawdust, and Amanda Suffolk and Wayne LaPierre will fight down there, some sort of a gladiator type of battle for 2A. But anyway, that's what she's fighting for, or she's trying to get picked for. And uh, her show will be on uh, first at the same time Come and Talk It is on. And that's a radio show hosted by um, Michael... Um, why can't I think of it right now? But uh, Mike from uh, Austin, who owns his own gun shop, and then they do the show on Michael Cargill. It took me a minute. They do their show on Sundays as well. So those shows literally happen at the same time. But if you turn the volume down on one when it's playing a commercial and listen to the other one, you can almost listen to both shows. Anyhow, then as soon as those end, I think those are both two-hour shows, those will end. Usually Locked and Loaded Latinos shows up at some point and does their broadcast somewhere in there as just a YouTube podcast. But then um, Gun Owners Radio out of California will pop up. And those are the four that I'll usually mention each week. So this week we had uh, Cape Gunworks doing their Grace Curley episode where they do a one hour on one of the Boston radio shows that's super popular, like a girl Rush Limbaugh in Boston or something, has Toby on every Tuesday to do a thing called 2A Tuesday, right? So not only talking about 2A, but, you know, talking about, I mean, not only talking about guns, but specifically talking about 2A issues. They are in Massachusetts after all. So a bunch of the questions end up being specifically about the laws and stuff but it's anyway it's a really cool tuesday show that's about 45 minutes i think but toby will usually stick around and chat with the people online so it makes it a, a real event and then wednesday they record their actual show and that's a one hour plus an hour worth of podcast plus they'll sometimes stick around and chat even more so again definitely worth checking out the cape gunwork show the eye on the target is the probably second most um, interactive. If you type something into Gun Freedom or to Eye on the Target while they're broadcasting, they'll often mention it or even bring it up on the screen. Like they're, they are an interactive uh, show, and that's while it's live. So it's kind of a unique thing. The uh, both the other shows uh, will also listen to the conversations in the text chat, but they typically don't react to them during the show. They're more scripted or they're more paying attention to the guests. They have panels and they're not really paying attention to the comments as much. I noticed that uh, Midget with Carrot Cake is uh, throw three bucks out there. Thank you for that. I'll put you on the uh, super list over here. And although we just did two of those today right now, uh, next time we do one, I'll put you on there. So M-W-C-C is what I'm calling it. All right, next is um, so those are the three, four radio shows I'm going to recommend. Now we're going to talk about some military interviews. If you listen to this show at all, you know that I'm a big fan of a couple of different podcasts where the former military folks will interview other military folks. So listening to military one, they're interesting jobs. They had interesting roles in the global war on terror. Typically, sometimes they're listening to old people who were, you know, enlisted way before that. But typically you hear about the different roles. And I don't know if you're either enlisted or not. If you've watched a movie, you understand that the military is a thing and it changes over time. So no matter where you might be in the world, the listening to the youngins talk about their experiences is interesting because it's usually different and involves different tools and techniques and stuff. So 
listening to the technique, the, the specifics is always interesting, or at least can be interesting, but more often I'm interested in the story of the transition out. Uh, reasons for people joining the military are, you know, there's probably, I don't know, 20 of them, but everybody's got the same 20 stories. There's not too many reasons that people join that are outside the norm. But what people do on the other end when they come out of the military is quite dramatically different. There's a lot of, there's a spectrum there. A lot of people do a lot of different things and the way people react and what happens to them and what they do when they come out is a really big part of these interviews. And sometimes it's entrepreneurial, sometimes it's medical or health related, sometimes it's personal like journey or discovery, or sometimes it's uh, all of that, you know, it's all kinds of things. A lot of times it's figuring out ways to accomplish their own journey with their, their own goals, but with a path that helps others. These are people that have typically served with a goal to help. And when you transition out of the thing you've been trained and you've done for a while, uh, it's often um, useful to continue offering assistance. And again, there's some, it just seems like if we're looking at things from the big picture, there's a lot of ways that the same problems that we have are opportunities when looked at from a different angle. And these, these uh, interview shows offer that different angle often. Again, people ask why I'm optimistic. I'm not optimistic because I'm an idiot or I don't pay attention. I'm actually paying attention quite a bit. And these are some of the things that give me my optimism. So when you listen to uh, Team Room or Team House, okay, they uh, are pretty awesome. They uh, are a Ranger and a Green Beret that interview all kinds of people last week. Um, I don't have the last week one, but this week it was A-10 pilot KC Campbell, killer chick Campbell, uh, one of the first ladies to fly flighter, fighters, and she went A-10 before 9-11 when it wasn't cool or awesome to shoot or to fly in an A-10. Uh, and then she ended up doing some wicked awesome stuff, over 100 combat missions. Uh, she got shot down uh, technically, and uh, anyway, awesome story. She tells it well. She's got a book coming out. Last week, I guess that's what I was thinking. Last week is uh, they had, and I mentioned this last week also, but it was so good I'm mentioning it twice. Last week they had on a lady who was the one of the CIA analysts for China or a Chinese, not a Chinese, but an analyst for the country of China for the CIA and her perspective and her insight on the Chinese situation and her opinions and stuff are different than I've heard anywhere. So if you're listening to trying to, or if you're attempting to listen to a spectrum, a broad variety of opinion that's insight from an area, from a place of insight, again, a CIA analyst offering her insight for two hours. Awesome. Very awesome. Lots of interesting stuff there. In a nutshell, China had been taken advantage of for so long as far as like the olden days and the olden olden days, like back in the olden days, people were wailing on China, taking advantage of them. And they've got a, a root anger or a root whatever the motion is. So they've got some things that they're trying to take out, but they're not necessarily trying to take over the world. They're just trying to save face or get some face. And she explains it better than that, but it's a really interesting perspective that uh, is not the doom and gloom from people who are just watching the headlines and offering completely on, you know, just, you know, same kind of stuff as all of us, just opinion on the headlines. So anyway, awesome ins insight there. 
then you get uh, Combat Story, another awesome one. I've listened to about three or four now, five, I guess, technically, that are less, some of them are less frequent. Combat Story is every Saturday. Team House is every Friday. So not only are they great interviewers and interview interesting people, but they are consistent as well. So again, we live in 2022 and we've got a ton of people, a lot of people transitioning out of the military after a career in the global war on terror. And they are not just sitting on the couch eating Cheetos, right? They're doing amazing, interesting things and they're transitioning out in ways that are, that are useful to their brothers and sisters and their team. So they're, they're coming out in interesting ways and doing interesting things and accomplishing so much. So again, when they find out what's happening with the stuff that's being suggested, um, they're going to react in different ways than the my property, my rights, and you know get all mad. They're going to be effective. So pay attention to the interesting stuff that's happening out there. It's all available. It's all free. All this, all, most of these links that we've talked about today are on YouTube. We'll wrap it up, even though it's been a good two-hour show so far, with um, our own stuff. We talked to Michael Schwartz from Gun Owners Radio. It was a great conversation. Uh, he's a big fan of Red Dawn, so that trickled in there quite a bit. But um, he was, uh, or he's a full-time activist. He was a banker. He's been a full-time activist now for a few years in California. He's got interesting perspectives that I were different than mine. For example, he's not a fan of two-way rallies, and he's against two-way rallies, in fact. That's interesting. But he has a, a I don't know what to call it. Like he has, a, he's not in, he's not satisfied with the, community's focus on lawsuits and dependence on lawsuits being the thing to save rights, uh, which I believe in also, I believe is a, a bad thing that we depend on or we focus on too much. Uh, he has a uh, an interesting opinion on using the media as a tool, the same way I like to, I think the same way I suggest using the internet as a tool, although I don't get too much resistance other than people who just don't want to do it. But nobody thinks that the internet as a tool is some sort of, um, uh, they're scared of it or something. Like they don't think that the internet's out to get us. But people often think the media is out to get us. And Mike's got a completely different opinion where the uh, using the media as a tool. And uh, again, he's done it. So it's not like he's just got the idea. He's actually used it effectively as a tool. So pretty cool. Patriot saying hashtag ninja. I don't know if he's saying it specifically for this. But yeah, I'd say uh, some of Mike's techniques and his opinions and his successes and accomplishments are very much to a ninja very much just super clever and effective like super efficient and then thirdly what was his third point the um um oh he's gotten a really good third point i just can't think of it right now because i'm two hours into the show so on um, some of the other stuff that we did this week was stump the chump uh baron if baron's still out there uh came in and co-hosted this time I had a co-host so that could help have somebody be like, so, you know, I wasn't completely uh, running the thing, determining if questions were valid or not. Cause sometimes questions just don't are fake. You know what I mean? Like a nine millimeter question. Nobody wants to hear that question. There's no answer to that. Right. So in order to make sure that the questions would be decent, uh, we had a co-host and we're trying to have a moderator in the future so that the, there can be someone who's literally just playing like, I don't know if it's called a moderator. What do you call it? Like the person who is the person with the microphone at the game show? 
I don't know, whatever. But anyway, we had a pretty decent one. It was Stump the Chump. So we flipped the tables and require the audience to do all the work and ask the questions to me and whoever the co-host was, Baron. And then uh, if you stumped us, you win. And if I didn't get stumped, then I win. And I ended up winning. So other people won also. Hopefully it was a lot of fun. And again, a way that we can get information across without just lectures and boring stuff or stupid videos or some kind of, you know, whatever. It's just another way to get information out there. All right. Then we had uh, the Instagram Instagram show on Sundays. I continue to do those where we effectively do what we're doing here, except focused on Instagram. There's lots of interesting things that happen over there, and I use those as ways to offer commentary on where we're at with uh, the fight. We uh, do some polls. We're looking at a poll on the screen right now. So which knife review do you like best? This was a uh, kind of a way to... What's that called? Crossover to the gear channel. I think I got, a, I don't know, 5,000 videos on this channel. It's probably way more than that. I haven't looked in a while. But it was like 3,000 or something, 2,000 on the other channel. So, you know, we used to make a lot of videos. We would make hundreds and hundreds of videos every year, at least 500 plus videos every year on each channel. And a lot of the videos on the other channel are knife reviews, radio reviews, fire starters, going camping, stuff for the vehicles. It's all the typical YouTube stuff from back in the day. So in order to kind of just refresh that stuff, bring it up and throw it around, throw some links out there, uh, we had a couple of polls going. Well, I guess I've created a couple of polls. This one showed up. Some of them will be scheduled, so they'll show up in the future. But this week I asked uh, which of these four knife reviews is the best. There's a Spider Co. Tenacious, which is... You know, it's an okay looking knife, I guess. It's a simple spider code. It's like your standard spider code drop point or whatever with the spider hole. Then you got your Blade Tech mouse, which I think is super neat. It's all handle and has a little stubby blade with a big uh, bird's eye hole, you know, replicating the spider co hole. But uh, that's the kind of knife that is like a task knife or like, you know, just to uh, cut a box open or just a little one that not, it's not going to bother anybody. It's all handle, so it's super easy to hold on to. It's orange, so it's easy to see. Zero people voted for it. Everybody hates that knife. I don't know why. Blade Tech made knives, and then they made holsters. So this is an old knife, I think. It's a lockback, so I don't know. People didn't like it, though. The Nurk from Cricut is weird and stupid. It bit me. I, I was fiddling with that knife at the store, and I cut my finger almost off, so they made me buy it, or I felt obligated to buy it since I got blood all over it. And uh, it wasn't, I think at the time I was making YouTube money and it was like 30 bucks. So for me, it was like, no big deal. I'll just buy this knife. I thought it was neat though. It's basically a piece of folded metal and then they just laser cut it. And it's like they laser cut a piece of metal. It probably looked like a butterfly when it's open. And then they fold it up like a taco and put a blade in there, put a pin through there and then a bolt. So I think it's five pieces. It's the, it's the handle. It's the blade, it's the pivot, and a nut. I think it's like four, maybe there's a washer. So there might be five pieces to that knife. And I just thought that was the cleverest shit ever. It's not the most sturdy knife, but it's fairly sturdy. And the way that the weird shape is of that styling is really the way that they incorporated a lock. So that's the, the shape of the handle in metal is also creates the tension that is the lock. So it's a button, it's a lock, it's a spring, and it's a handle. 
and it's one piece of metal folded around like a taco shell. So it's super neat. I don't know if I own it anymore. I might have given it away. And it's also interesting because it's so simplistic and lightweight that the handle weighs nothing and the blade is super heavy. So that's probably why I cut my finger off almost fiddling with it because it, it opens like a butterfly knife or something. It opens really fast, but uh, it doesn't close that fast. And then they made, I think by now there's like three versions of it. So I think that was the first one or it might have been the second one, but I think it was the first one. And then the last option was an Openel, Openel, I don't know how to say those, the French knives that are look like a fish kind of, and they're kind of made out of balsa wood with a little ring, like a bottle cap or something, and that twists. They were goofy. I didn't like them for a long time, and then I kind of liked them. They're, they're kind of like having a Mora that folds, but it's from France, and it's made out of wood, and it's not. So they're super weak. I don't know. I, I can't get behind them because effectively they're wood, and they're no tang at all. So I, they're super sharp is the problem. They're almost a scalpel. So they're, they're not bad, but they're also not good. But they're almost never compared with anything because they're so unique. So anyway, the Cricut one, I don't know how that happened. The Cricut Nurk, which is not that interesting. And I mean, it's an interesting knife, but it's not that good of a knife. One, and I don't know why. Then the Spyderco Tenacious, which should have wailed on everything here, only came in at 42%, which is fine. And then the open all got a couple of votes, but Blade Tech, not one vote. What's up with that? Wasn't he the one that offered 10G for the original Guncho Loophole? I don't know. What are you talking about? Does somebody want an original Guncho Loophole tour patch for $10,000? Because I will make that sale. If somebody wants that, I will make that sale. All right, so that was the poll for the knife stuff. And if you're interested in one of them, they got links to all the videos. They're not new. They're a couple of years old, I think. But if you want to just check out, those are literally just tabletop knife reviews. I give you my opinion on those knives, and you kind of heard it right now. So let's see. What two-way stuff is on the way? So knowing that there's a calendar and knowing that time marches on and we will no longer be broadcasting when this happens, I uh, just wanted to send you off at the end of the show with some stuff that's coming. So in the morning, Caliber Corner is on. Uh, Travis, uh, P11, does that show. He does, he's does. he been doing it for a long, 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 long time. I never listen to it because I'm sleeping. And it's in the morning, and he almost always talks about stuff that I already know about. So, um, But it's an interesting show. Season 5, episode 249. There's all kinds of shows out there that don't keep going that long. So he'll be on in the morning. It's, I don't know what time in the morning. I don't ever, not ever up. Then uh, you've got guns for everyone is going to be heading down to guadalajara and teaching in mexico they're going to be having a chat about that on the 20th or maybe they're going there on the 20th i'm not totally sure uh then you've got a uh, thing coming up on the 21st which is queens of defense a black women's perspective on gun ownership and that looks like an interesting panel like a panel discussion and uh or it's either a panel discussion or a round table I actually don't know, and I'm going to be curious to find out because uh, National African American Gun Association has not let me down with their live presentations. Um, again, there's there's trends, there's or I should say there's cycles. You know, there's things that come and go. There's a life cycle or an arc of an organization, just like the projects I was talking about, and the uh, uh, their but everything like everything they brought to the table is different and unique so definitely looking forward to what they bring in with this panel and that'll be on the 21st 
Then you've got um, One Million Moms Against Gun Control with Rebecca Schmoy is on Clover's show on the 28th. The next day, he's got KD from No Other Choice and Train and Learn and uh, the Greenland. Is it Greenland or Greenwood? I think it might be Greenwood. But, you know, his new uh, facility that he's setting up in Georgia, uh, that'll be on the 29th. Then Clover's got Tony Simon on on the 12th. Now they're going to be talking specifically about FUD guns or something, or like FUD topics, because they never get it. He's, Clover claims he never gets enough chance to talk about FUD stuff, and that Tony doesn't really ever get a chance to talk about FUD stuff. So anyhow, so you got some stuff on the way. There's lots more than that, but uh, that's the stuff I'm aware of and the stuff I'm putting links out there too. Uh, we did a quick poll the other day on the YouTube. Got a whole bunch of results but a lot of comments too so i asked how many guns are in your collection i think this happened during one of foss's late night shows we were chatting about something maybe even in the after chat and it made me think oh it's an interesting question i'm just going to ask so i asked the, the uh youtube poll thing i put uh how many guns are in your collection comment below if you want we will chat about this in a future show so we're chatting about it now but we might actually have a whole discussion about this somewhere but I put in there for the options, one or two. And then I said a few, like three to 10, or a bunch, like 12 to 25, or a bunch. I said too many. I probably should have said like more or something, you know, whatever. More than 25, though. So it looks like the results, at least when I took the votes than the other. So this has probably changed already. If you want to check out these polls, they're on the community tab on YouTube. Just scroll down and I put them up every once in a while. So th these are the ones that came out this week, though, so they shouldn't be too far down the list there. Anyhow, this one probably has more votes because it's just more interesting poll. And uh, a few is winning, which I guess makes sense. Three to ten, that's like a practical number of guns. Like, that's the normal number of guns you'd have if you just wanted to have guns. Like, oh, I don't, I'm not afraid of guns, and I need another gun for this reason, and now I have three guns. Like, that happens. Uh, so that makes sense. And it also makes sense if, like, Oh, somebody died and then, you know, brother, grandpa, sister, mom, grandma, whatever. And this was the guns they had. And now you got four guns. It's like, oh, now I got four guns. So three to 10, I would say that's probably the same for the whole country. It's pretty normal, I think. One to two, I just don't see that. And, I, and it came in last. That's 10%. I just don't see very many people sticking around with one gun. Some people are going to have one gun, but then they're not gun people, right? You get one gun. You don't hang around talking about guns. You just keep it in a drawer somewhere, in a closet somewhere, and you just have that one gun. But you're not talking to people about it. Because otherwise, you'd have more than one gun. That's why I say that, because you'd eventually have more than one gun. Mainly because guns aren't perfect, and they only do very little things, and they're very small, narrow range of use. So if you're trying to do something outside that range of use, you almost always have to get a second gun. Like, if you want to shoot a bird, it's different than defending yourself, like, period. So anyhow, you're going to get a couple of guns. That's normal. So then we got to a bunch and too many, and that's the question. So somehow too many is winning. So 25 plus just barely won over a bunch. So I don't know if you think that's something that would, if you thought that's the normal, like that's a spectrum you would have expected, feel free to make a comment about it or a topic about it or create a conversation about it, talk about it at the range, talk about it at the gun shop next time you're there. Hopefully you're at a gun show. And if it gets boring for some reason, Hey, you know what I saw? A poll about how many guns people own. And I would have never thought, right? And now you're having a conversation. So if that worked, that's what it's all about. Thanks to our Patreons. 
because those are the people that make it possible for me to come up with this kind of stuff, throw it out there. It's Friday. That means it's free patch Friday. I try to remember to post this stuff around because that is how we make it possible for us to do this. The Patreons do pay the most of the bills, but just most of them, like there's still bills. So those orders from the store make it possible for us to do what we're doing. Uh, thanks to uh, the couple of people that ordered from the store today, what I'm gonna do is use this as an opportunity to jump over to the store and say we got one, two, well, what just happened? One, two, three, four, come on, five, six, seven, eight. It looks as though, if I'm doing my math correctly, we have eight orders from the store. Now, I'm not going to be able to show you those because I don't have them written down in a way that I can bring them over here on the screen, but trust me or not, I don't care. We have eight orders from the store. We're going to go to random over here and hit the eight and hit the generate. And this is for this little revolver over here, number six. I'm going to go backwards. So going backwards from here would be one, two, three, four, five, and six, which is, if I understand it correctly, Baron right there. So Baron's getting a, here's the deal. Well, let me drag this over here. Well, you've seen it. Well, maybe you didn't. I'll drag it back over here. Um, we've been printing over here. Got the printers fired up. It's not 89 or 90 degrees at night in Arizona anymore, which means I can turn the printer on and not die. So I've got the 3D printers going again. And if I can click, have I been live this whole time? I hope I've been live this whole time. I'm going to flip this back over, and there you go. This is the revolver, as it looks like. It comes off the plate like that, and I've been printing off some stuff, and I needed to print uh, something because I was sitting there with the printer just not printing anything. So I decided, oh, I'm going to print one of these revolvers. So I don't know if I have these in the store or not. That's the question. I think I might have put these in the store. I honestly don't remember. I might have had them in the store, and I don't know if I did if I had black in there or not, if this is a new color. But anyway, you can have this one. And uh, I'm pretty sure a second one just printed. So if you want one like this, it might be at the store already and you can just go buy it. Or, and this is of course with its stuff. That's why I brought the pliers out here before. So when it prints, let's say that the laptop is the printer, you know, it prints and I'm gonna I'm print it upside down. So in order for the parts that are just kind of suspended in midair, it this stuff that looks like termite tunnels or whatever is sort of that. It's just these little things that it prints to create a structure, I guess, a place for the final print to rest on so that it stays nice and crisp. And uh, what you do then is once it's printed, it's not like it's hot and it has to cool down or anything. Once it's printed, it's printed. So what you do is you just, uh, this particular material is kind of brittle, fairly brittle, or it's more brittle than it is rubbery. So you're able to just kind of snap the, what do you call this stuff? The extras, the support, I guess what they call it. So you're able to snap this support stuff off. And because of the way that the robots design this stuff, when the, when the slicer software puts it all together, it should come off uh, fairly nicely and leave behind the part. And I don't remember with this one if I have to do something crazy with the hammer. So hopefully the hammer doesn't uh, get destroyed. It didn't. 
And then eventually I'll pull it off the side here and I won't clean it completely because that'll take a little bit of time or more time than we're taking now. But if I can at least get this best, this top piece off, then you can at least see what the revolver looks like inside of all of there. For some reason, that piece of base was uh, just not coming off. And this might be an indication that I uh, had it too hot or too cold, probably too hot, and it maybe melted a little bit more than it could have or should have. And I don't want to try to undo the whole thing here, but there. So you can see this, how the suspension got pulled off. And what you're left with is just little touches on the actual print part. And once you clean that up, you're, I won't do all of that, but you're going to be left with the hammer, the front sight, and I have to clean off the top there. But that's how it was sitting on the bed. But the rest of it is all in nice shape. And so many... Uh, not always, well, sometimes revolvers, but so many uh, firearms, they'll, they'll bead blast the top anyway, so you don't get reflection. So you know, it almost lends itself to being part of the design in this case. But anyway, so this is a little revolver, a little crude kind of 16-bit looking revolver I made up as I was working the software and figuring out stuff. I can pull this little snot out of the barrel, which is also just support to keep the uh, barrel uh, growing or printed with a roof. And uh, I use a pair of tweezers to get those out. Anyhow, I'll clean it up a little bit more, but that's the uh, little revolver. So this is effectively a NAA. I took a picture of an NAA and turned it into a cartoon. And that cartoon was turned into this patch a long time ago. And then I took that patch, basically drawing, and turned it into this thing. And then it turns out they're almost identically the same size. So... I don't know if you got one of these. I don't know if these are, know, these might not be available anymore, but uh, these are from 2015. So uh, I took that thing and, or that file though, and turned it into a 3D. And uh, that's the story of that. So we're gonna close this. Uh, if you're allowed to have this in the state that you're in, I guess I should disclaimer. Let's assume that the people that, oh, wait a minute, what am I doing? there. Uh, the people that earn these, uh, let's assume that they're allowed to own them in the states that they're in. Now it is, yeah, you won that thing that I was just talking about there. You were the random winner from buying stuff from the store. So thanks for purchasing stuff at the store and um, you'll get that. Well, actually, I think you just bought something from the store. So you'll get that revolver deal in that package that you just bought. So thank you again. Uh, let's see. So then jumping back to the show, that was a break that I took because I put this free patch Friday thing in there. Anybody that buys stuff from our store, any Friday, you get free stuff. But here's the deal. If you're a Patreon, if you're a channel member, if you're just a, you know, you like what we're doing and you're not just some person on eBay who I've never met before, then let me know. Use the description or whatever it is, the notes in the in the thing and let us know. Hey, I watch the show or hey, I'm a Patreon or both, right? And that lets us know, hey, we can pile more stuff in here. We're already sending you stuff. Let us send you stuff. So let us know when you're buying stuff because uh, every once in a while we do put a ton of stuff. We usually have over 100 items on eBay. Uh, we have Etsy and stuff that we periodically do. So you can check that stuff, of stuff, those stores out if you want. But those are the ones that, again, help pay bills and things. So if somebody's just buying a deck of cards of us, we a deck of cards from us, we don't know that if it's a Patreon or not unless you put something in there. So please do. Because again, we're more than happy to put free stuff in there. 
Uh, like I say, we are already sending you anyway. I think the last thing we talked about was uh, we already talked about, or the last thing in the list here is what we already talked about. Another poll from YouTube this week about where's the best place to go. We actually have a couple of these polls over there. So if you're interested, go feel free to take these polls. We worked it out with YouTube that they are absolutely free this week. This week, not only, but this week again, it's free to use the polls over there. All right, that wraps it up. So that was a long one, a little bit over two hours even. I kind of started poorly. You know, I think I might have gone for 15 minutes uh, without the audio working. But we talked about a lot of stuff this week. The goal is to accomplish stuff with our efforts online. I appreciate the people that join us live for these things. It makes it a lot more fun to be with people who are, you know, part of this over the internet. And uh, again, we're going to be doing this stuff one way or the other at whatever speed we can. But the, the goal here is to uh, offer perspective and insight into the Second Amendment fight uh, from the perspective of people that have been in the fight for a while. So I appreciate the people that allow us to do this and the people that participate in that effort. We are winning. We had the DC Project ladies over there uh, this week in uh, accomplishing you know, great things. And while they're doing it, like casually sharing with the internet, you know, what they're doing over there while they're doing it. Uh, we had consistent efforts continue, like Brooke Cheney and like some of the other projects that I talked about. We had people like Clover, who's coming into, he's finally figuring out how to uh, finally use the YouTube. And some of his uh, uh, interviews have been amazing. That Hunter's HD Gold, I highly recommend listening to it. That guy does a lot for the industry and the in the shooting sports community. Very cool. Uh, check out some of the stuff Clover's got on the horizon. Some conversations he's got coming up. Very cool. We've got the diversity shoots. I mentioned the one that happened yesterday. I think Tony has another one, if I'm not wrong, coming up on like the 28th. So he's got another one coming up. There's the Dragon Man machine gun shoot coming up this weekend. Uh, there's... Uh, I think that's the big stuff. So uh, we talked about a bunch of stuff today. And again, thanks to the people that show up to watch it live. It's way more fun than just uh, presenting all this stuff to a wall and then editing it all highly and then looking cool while it happens. You know, I don't mind failing and I don't mind at all failing, you know, looking like a dumbass when I don't have the microphone running for 15 minutes. Uh, but I do appreciate the people that stick around. So Thanks to the people that share this stuff. Uh, we're going to be starting a new thing. I don't know what day, but I'll be doing it probably intermittently when I get an hour here and there. But I'm going to go. I'm going to pop up live and go to like I don't know, let's say iTunes, and then go leave comments and and like and appreciate the people that are putting out podcasts on the different platforms, uh, so that one to do it and two to encourage others that it's a thing you can do. You know, you can spend an hour jumping on to gun tube or something and logging in and going around and leaving comments on the people whose content you value it lets the human know that hey somebody is out here and they'd appreciate it enough to do this effort you know it's usually appreciated it's also just insightful they that it lets them know you know a little bit more about the people that are out there that they're having communications and interactions with but more importantly and the real reason to do it even if it doesn't work for those human reasons you shouldn't, you know, you have no obligation, no one has an obligation to appreciate your thank you, right? Like, so don't push that on anybody. So don't expect a, a human reaction necessarily. It's nice when it happens, but don't expect it ever. But 
The real reason you're doing this is to push those fucking robots around. These stupid mechanical spiders that run the internet are just mechanisms. They're stupid mechanisms, too. They're easy to manipulate, and exploiters do it all the time. It doesn't matter if they're selling you know, beanbag chairs or car wash or whatever the crap it is. You know, they, they know how to work the, the, sp the sp robot spiders. All they do is run around and gather information and deposit it and pile it. And you just watch them. You just look at them for a little while. You figure out what they do because they're constantly doing it differently so that people don't game the system. And you game the system by watching what they're doing. And then eventually they figure out what you're doing and they change. And then you just watch them again and you figure it out. And it's kind of a stupid game, but it's something that is uh, achievable and it's something that uh, can be defeated or can be dealt with by individual effort. People pay and wish they could force the spiders to do what they want, but in reality, just a bunch of people with a little bit of effort can allow the spiders to do what they want in our way, right? So uh, again, thanks to the people that listened through this much of the show and to uh, an entire week of this potentially you are much appreciated there's only less than 200 people that make it possible for us to do what we do imagine what would happen when 500 or 300 even uh, are on board so if you know somebody that might be interested in what we're doing please share it with them the only way i'm going to get out there to more people to turn that into 300 is with others letting people know about what we're doing there's there's nothing i'm doing that's going to appeal to the masses right so again i appreciate the opportunity to be able to do this stuff uh, we live in awesome times. There's interesting things to do and to purchase and to go. And we're watching amazing superheroes of of activism just accomplish some interesting things. So we did have a good week, or I mean a great week. Uh, I'm going to close the poll. And look, I even called it. Everyone voted for great week. A bunch of people voted for good week. Just a few people voted for okay. And, you know, there's always going to be 9 millimeter shooters that are going to vote for whatever's negative. Because there's always going to be somebody that's going to be satisfied to sink the boat because it's what they're able to do. So uh, don't be discouraged by that. That's why nobody is, you know, nobody hangs out around in the Navy because you can just always jump out of the boat and swim. So you know, the boat's handy and convenient, but it's only, it's not necessary. You can always jump out and swim. All right, Patriot saying thanks for the show. Much appreciated. Yep, much appreciated on your end as well. Let me write down real quick so that I don't forget. We had Patriot one two bayonets. Got two bayonets. Baron got. Can't even spell Baron. What the hell? Got a revolver. But guess what? Another revolver just finished printing. So we're going to do another random bout. And let's guess what has to happen. You need to be here right now in order to do this one. Because we're using the old-fashioned Daily Gun Show hashtag. So down at the bottom of the screen, we have a scroll going all the time. And it says, thanks to our Patreons who make it possible for us to do what we do. Uh, it also says right now, type in hashtag Daily Gun Show for a chance to win a cool patch. However, today it's not a cool patch. It is actually a cool patch and a 3D printed revolver that I just showed you, a second one, another one. Not the same one, but a different one. So eventually I'll figure out where to click on the giveaway thing, which I was looking for. And I'll go cheat by grabbing Patriots hashtag over here. 
Patriot might be the only one. Okay, now it's Patriot and Baron are the only ones. Okay, now it's Patriot, Baron, and Pink that are the only ones that are going to be in on this. So it could be a three-way. Now it's Patreon. No, it's Patriot, Baron, Pink, and Ron that are in on this. They might be the only four in some kind of a four-way battle. All right, so now we're going to go to weekly wrap-up. And we're, this is how easy it is, too. See how easy it is? I just go ahead and show you how easy it is. You just find the link, which is just StreamYard slash giveaway. It's not like it's a challenge to figure out how to type in giveaway, right? And then you find the one. Now, most people probably don't have a selection of videos that they've got waiting. What does that mean? Like, look, if you look in my Patreon, I'm not as scared to show you my Patreon. My Patreon has the one that we're in right now and Tuesday's show and Monday's show and a Patreon swap meet that I never did and an Every Second Matters that's coming up, and another Every Second Matters that's coming up, and a third Every Second Matters that's coming up, and another Patreon off-air thing that you're not allowed to know about, and uh, people who schedule things in the future are jerks that I like to leave up on YouTube that I scheduled a long time ago, and it's been scheduled for December 25th for three years now. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's this easy. You just go over to Patreon. You probably click on the only video you got instead of having to even decide from a ton of videos. And then you just they start collecting. And then it does all the work for you. It's literally one of those spider robots I was just talking about. Uh, Patriot's saying, make sure you save me that Uzi patch. I don't have very many of them. In fact, that might be the only one I got left. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that stuff. So at this point, we have quite a few people who have participated in the interactive nature of the internet that I'm such a fan of by typing in the hashtag Daily Gun Show. So it works like this. You type in a pound sign, and at the same time, you type in Daily Gun Show. You can use your fingers. You can use your other appendages. You can wiggle a glass thing, or you could type it on a keyboard. It doesn't even matter how you type it in there as long as it gets typed in there. Now, here's the deal. Let's say you're listening to this on a podcast on some day like a Monday. You're out of luck. You need to be here on Friday during the show while it's live in order for this to happen. And this is how you get an exclusive one-off 3D printed thing. And I'm going to throw in a bayonet. So now they're getting a revolver and a bayonet. And now we have seven people in. Now here's the deal. I'm almost positive. I've been up for two hours on this show. That makes it almost midnight my time. I don't know what time zone this girl lives in, but I'm almost positive she's not allowed to be up this late. But she has, in fact, it is, it is okay. We let girls participate in this. So I'm going to refresh it again. Ugh, I have to go back and type it in. Uh, and now it's still at 7. So we got Gunpowder Beauty, who shouldn't be awake this late. DJ. Zudak, who I think might be in Tucson. Ron. Pink and Baron and Patriot. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. So there's an extra one that I'm not seeing. Somebody put it in earlier, maybe. Woods is gone. Maybe Woods did it. Did Woods do it? Wield. Wield was out there earlier. Any more pumpkin head guys? Um, I do have some of those. I think I mentioned that. I'll be putting them up on the shore. But if you want one that I got in particular, let me know. I'll get it to you. All right, so with that, I think we're good to go. I don't think we're going to get any more people participating, but here's the deal. Hopefully, somebody isn't like screeling, screeching off the side of the road, you know, putting on the brakes, trying to get to where they can safely, recklessly, but safely put in the hashtag. 
If that's the case, then it's kind of tragically ironic for you. If you were halfway asleep and you've been debating this whole time, if you should have got up, yeah, you probably should have got up because you probably would have had plenty of time. But now you're not going to have plenty of time, so I'm about to hit the button. So basically, the people that were involved were the seven people that I mentioned, and it's slowly going through each of those ones, showing everybody's icons. Bam. Pink Panther is the one that wins. So that means pink. Did I ever make a pink revolver? I don't think I have pink fluid or pink thread or whatever it's called. Pink plastic. Have I ever had pink? No, I haven't. I should get some pink at some point. But uh, got a black revolver going out to Pink Panther. That's the way we go. That's a whole other thing if you want to uh, go on a tangent. Here's the deal. Uh, I started this show with uh, POW MIA. I'm going to end it with that. So before I get real with that, because that is for real, I'm going to uh, say thanks again to everybody. I'll throw a commercial out here for our store. It is Free Patch Friday. Here's the here's a free tip for everybody that listens to the show. I pretty much give free stuff out all the time because I get the stuff for free from SHOT Show or whatever. So I don't have a problem giving you free stuff. I appreciate that you're buying stuff from the store. You're making it possible for us to do this stuff. We give you free stuff. We say Free Patch Friday for a legal thing so that we don't get in a big fight with Alan Anchor, but whatever. So you can get free stuff whenever, especially if you say, hey, I listen to the show or I'm a Patreon or whatever. So with that, thanks to the people that subscribe to what we do. You really do make it possible for us to spend time on this. And we do quite a bit of other things besides the stuff we get to do. So I appreciate that very much. It's a great opportunity, especially in 2022, to be part of it. It's awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, we're looking to get to 300 Patreon. So if you ever thought about supporting individual creation of content that has a purpose, uh, throw some money at us once we get to 300-ish. We can do this thing all night. And guess what happens when I start talking about guns and not 2A? I'm going to talk about 2A. When I have the time, I'll talk guns. Nobody's talked guns like I can talk guns. I don't know how to talk guns like a whole other level than the lamers talk about guns. So at some point, we'll be talking more about guns. Maybe when I get super old, I'll talk about guns more. But till then, thanks to everybody for shows up live. Thanks to the people that support what we're doing. Thanks to the people that support the DC project and what they do. 55 ladies were able to get to DC this year and uh, have that influence with those representatives. Can't wait to have some of them on our show. Clover will have them on, I'm sure. Others will interview them. G23 has people on for stuff like that. And uh, to hear some of the after action, some of the um, the once they've had time to absorb it all and to court, you know, to think about it, to hear some of their impressions and some of their stuff that they were able to accomplish. Uh, other than that, uh, thanks again to uh, the people that showed up live and had some fun tonight. The people that in participated in the poll that shut down. So the last thing we'll do is again mention that uh, we're going to get. I'm going to play the commercial here, and then we're going to talk about, or we're going to end the show with the explanation of, oh crap, did I close it? With the explanation of what the, um, what the uh, table means on POW MIA day. So I closed it, so that means I can go to my history and I can go backwards and somewhere in here, it's an Instagram. So somewhere in here, there'll be an Instagram. And what is an Instagram? Why isn't it showing up? There should be an Instagram icon. I guess I've opened up that many links, so I guess I'll have to find it a different way. It was on Twitter. It was on 
the U.S. Army's Twitter, which I have to go figure out. So I guess now we're going to, oh, you know what? I could be playing the uh, commercial here. So why don't I play the commercial so you don't have to watch me fumble around looking for my own Twitter account, or I guess for the U.S. Army's Twitter account. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007, and since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. Okay, that wasn't actually the commercial, so you're going to get the commercial. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. So once again, thanks everybody for joining us live. But we did record today on the 3rd friday of september which is reserved for uh, acknowledgement remembrance and awareness of those who are pow's and missing in action often you'll see the missing man table which is a specific arrangement to honor and respect those and here's the explanation of it we'll end with Missing, but not forgotten. 